Hello, friends. Hello. Mm-hmm. Nope, captions aren't up. Sorry, guys. Are they ever? No, I forget literally every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every single time. They're up, they're just behind the other window, and they stopped working for some reason, unless they're focused. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Uh, we're not great RPG, and we're here for the Lost Kings of Adorus once again. I uh, hope you were all having a wonderful week and a great Friday so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah has fixed the captions. There they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, real quick, we're going to go around the table, introduce ourselves. Now I'm going to do a quick recap, and we are going to uh, pop into the action. Mm-hmm. I'm John, and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. I'm Paul, and I play Rin. I'm Autumn, and I play Twig. I'm Mike, and I play Mr. Pigeon. I'm not Lawrence, and I play Shay. And I'm Don, and I'm the DM for this campaign. Uh, I'm going to read the recap from last week's episode, A Caravan of Companions. Uh, Rin inspects all three of the, pl- the flowers that uh, that Twig had picked up and reports that they all have the same faint magical aura of necromancy and abjuration. One of them has faint traces of evocation. Uh, nobody in the group is familiar with necromancy or has come across it, though Rin understands the definition of what it does and what it's used for, being a primarily uh, researched magic wielder. Um, they talk more about Oberon, Ron, and uh, Dandelion, and the party asks her how she's going to get home, how she came into Adorus. Uh, she tells them that she goes to sleep and then woke up laying in a field of dandelions just a few feet from where Marcus eventually found her searching for her mirror. Uh, Marcus says that he plans to inquire about the Iron Crown, whether they've come across similar trinkets uh, to the mirror. Um, Dandelion tells them that Oberon is not the only person that knows the mirror exists, but is the only person that knows it's missing. Rin asks what mirrors do. Dandelion says it probably shows you a reflection. Rin goes to bed. Uh, party finishes dinner and heads to sleep. Uh, Rin is bamboozled by Dandelion once again with the tapping on the window, as is tradition. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shay goes to his shop to prepare for leaving the next day. The rest of them go to the boards. Uh, you guys see the request from Felix Green. You go to him. He's irrelevant. You take the letter that he wants, but it doesn't matter because he has a dog. That man had a life. <laughs> he did, and wow. now he doesn't. Because <laughs> the dog is all that matters here. I mean, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Dog. That's exactly it. I don't even remember where his letter did. I know. Yeah. I, didn't write it in, I didn't write that in the recap. Yeah. I, wrote, Dude, I wrote it in the recap, but... Yeah, he's uh, he's the local woodcutter. They take the letter that he needs to be delivered. Salesman, puppy salesman. He wasn't meant to be a puppy salesman. Why is he bringing dogs to your whims? What do you want from me? He didn't even have puppies in my notes. I gave him puppies for you. You're welcome. He was an enterprising individual. Yeah, right. yeah. So <laughs> he just, just had a dog. And John's like, can I buy your dog? Like, no. But yeah, I've got puppies. Sure. <laughs> He wants to make cash like any man, you know? It's fine. <laughs> Puppy mills are bad. Like any man. <laughs> make sure your breeder is reputable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a breeder. Exactly. Yeah. It's very safe. That's uh, not. <laughs> so they take his letter and a replica that they need to deliver to Resplendent Replicas in Greymore. Uh, Marcus buys a dog. Uh, they, they pay him. They go to the fairgrounds. They talk to Elena. Um which they talk briefly about leaving and pretty much nothing else. Uh, they She gives their belongings to Mr. Pigeon and Twig. Uh, they head to Shay's shop. Uh, they go to the lawkeeper. They drop off the key. They head back to Alistair's nook. Marcus buys a bunch of stuff for said dog. Uh, they head to dinner at the end. Dandelion decides on the name Shimmer for her dragon. 
Joseph gives Marcus a book that does not contain love letters from Joseph <laughs> or, or to Joseph. <laughs> it's just it's or about it's, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. It's an empty journal. I did wrote. I did write it here. He ends up a small leather journal, empty. The pages of which Marcus Shaw had used to write letters to Marcus's mother. It's then given to Marcus, so that way he would use the journal one day to tell his stories and his travels, as well as possibly write letters to someone. Uh, it doesn't Joseph. have... Joseph. It's not, maybe Joseph. Who can say? <laughs> who can say? The, uh, the, the whims and, and fancies of fate. Who, who knows? Uh, you guys go to bed. You wake up. You harass Joseph a little bit while he makes breakfast. You eat your eggs very quickly. Chop, chop, because uh, you've got to go. Got to get on the road. Got to get on the road. Uh, you go and pick up the rolls that you had ordered the day before from the bakery. Uh, Marcus requests to drive the caravan. Uh, Elena obliges. You guys head eastward out of Lake Mount for a while. Um, you come across the small gate, a man that's sitting there uh, that asks about the contents of your caravan. He gives you a flag to flag that you are a non-merchant caravan uh, and gives you a blue flag to mark your carriage so the guards know who's traveling on the road. Um, you travel for the rest of the day. You set up camp. You cook dinner. Marcus asks if Elena ever had run-ins with unsavory folks. She says yes, um, but she says that she believes people generally have a reason for the things that they do, and she tries to keep that in mind when she uh, handles the situations that she comes across. Um, and will turn to violence if need be, but that is not her default. Um, she also tells them that she believes Eladra was not one of those people, incites chaos uh, after Marcus asks about it and seems like he was attempting to do good. Um, Shay inquires about the necromantic magic and indicates that her description of it doesn't sound like it's as bad as it really is. Uh, Elena says that she doesn't believe that magic itself is good or evil in the sense that knowledge is subject to the perspective of the writer and the reader. Um, Dandelion has Shimmer fly up into the sky. You see a light. A carriage approaches. You meet Arthur uh, with the words on his carriage, Van Track Wears and Comforts. Um, he talks to you guys a little bit and asks to share a meal and a drink. Um, he tells you that he his name means Path Traveler, his middle name, which was given him to him by an elvish man named Emeril, south of, uh, of here, way down south, right above the kingdom of Valinor. Uh, which Rin says that he knows, and he also says that he knows Emerald. Um, he tells them the story about how his father set up his own delivery company within uh, Fjordane, uh, Old Fjordane, now Arbor. Um, he says that he delivered water and supplies to Kenmare. He remembers some strange symbols on the banner. He draws it for Rin. Um, they ask Arthur for a map of some roads within Arbor, which he is going to give you in the morning. I just don't have it drawn, so you'll get it next week because you don't need it right now, and I don't have it. Um... Uh, he tells you guys that along with a coalition of merchants throughout Adorus, he formed the Traveler's Guild uh, that he started. He, they travel the roads of Adorus and provides goods and services to those that need them uh, or that might be lost along their journey. Um, Ren asks if Arthur would travel with them to Southport, and he said that he would, but he will not stay as he only stops in cities for a few hours at the most part to restock his things and then continue on. Uh, Marcus asks about potential bandits on the road. Arthur says that sometimes he pays them gold and they allow him to pass. Uh, some are unmarked, but the majority along this stretch of road belong to the Gilded Mask. Rin asks about the necklace that he carries with them. Arthur says that all of the people within uh, Kenmare wore it, but he doesn't know what it is or what it does. Uh, he delivered water when he found Kenmare burned. Um, Rin asks if they can talk more about it in the morning. Uh, and then uh, Rin goes to sleep. 
and everybody else goes to sleep. Uh, Marcus grabs a scrap of blanket soaked in water, gives it to everybody so that way their scent is on it for his wonderful dog friend to try to find them if they get lost. Um, he asks Arthur privately about a handshake of the travelers, genuine or made up, for Dandelion. Uh, Marcus then heads to sleep, holding his dog, leaning against Elena's cart as the, as the rest of everybody else fall asleep in their tents. So, you guys awake the next morning, having slept successfully through the night. You can take a long rest, for those of you that have expended any spell slots or HP or anything. Um, and yeah, you are awakening the next morning, Marcus, the sun just cresting over the trees, uh, <clears throat> just shining on you, and you, you feel the warmth of it as you are not in a tent, and everybody else, you begin to hear the sounds of the day, the birds chirping, and you awaken in your tents, having slept very peacefully. You slept outside with me also, right? Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, yeah, I guess first things first, I'm going to walk my dog. <laughs> I'm going to walk my dog. He's having a great time. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's very is happy. He, is he doing the thing? Yeah, he's, he's doing the thing. Wiggling, he's, he's, he's wiggling, zigzagging. Wiggling, zigzagging, dancing around. Very good. He's having a great time. Yeah. He's loving it. Very good. Uh -huh. I know. <laughs> Here you go. You're going to have my imaginary puppy. That's the best I can give you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take care of my, my dog business and then make sure that I... Start to give him some breakfast and some some water in his bowl. Sure. And sit outside the wagon and wait for everybody else to wake up. Yeah. Anybody else doing anything privately in your tents before you awaken? <clears throat> okay. Uh, so we'll say that you guys come out of your tents. Um, you see Elena step out of the carriage where she had been sleeping. Uh, she looks to all of you and gathers some things to start preparing breakfast. Uh, good morning, everyone. I Hope that you slept comfortably. Good morning. Was I? I was requested to be awoken if there was anything notable mm -hmm. that happened in the night. I will say that you did get awoken two separate times, mm -hmm. uh, both for leaves that were rolling across the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing else of note happened. There was a raccoon as well. Did it look at all? Like Mr. Cucumber. It did not look like Mr. Cucumber, no. It was, uh... Just It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little fucking raccoon. Definitively <laughs> lack of bow tie and top hat, and it just lifeless in his eyes. In <gasps> comparison to the... In, in, in comparison to the magic that lives inside Mr. I'm Cucumber. I'm sorry? Magic that lives inside him? <laughs> <laughs> Since when? Yeah, someone detected magic in that man. Yes. Not, not magic magic. What? Like, like Disney magic. You mean sentience? Yes. <laughs> it's not. It's not like metaphor. Also, it's not Mister Cucumber. Thank you. Luna pointed that. It, it is just cucumber. Uh, you guys are confusing me. It is just cucumber. There's no Mister in front of it. All right. Upon waking to this raccoon, I would have just sat there for like 30 minutes, just staring at the raccoon. Okay. I don't know if anyone else would have woken up at that time, but they would have seen me just. Staring. Nah, everybody else is pretty much. Yeah, it was just me. Yeah, sound asleep. Mm -hmm. Holding the dog. Just wanted to make sure. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if anyone mm -hmm. else did stir, I would like them to know that they did see me just sitting <laughs> very still, staring at a raccoon. Understandable. No, uh, everybody else slept through the night um, successfully. You you woke for thirty minutes to watch a raccoon uh, just steal some like scraps of food that were left around. 
Mm-hmm. Would go back to his home. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, and you guys are slowly preparing breakfast. Um, you see Arthur's carriage <coughs> open on the opposite side of the road, and he walks over towards all of you dressed the same way that he was yesterday in his green jacket with his cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, morning, friends. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. Slept all right? Well, one can in the tent. Spoke so, you grow accustomed to it, though. I've spent many a night in a tent. It's not so bad. Gonna look at him in disbelief. Just gotta get more pillows, Rin. I guess. Who's your guy? (laughs) (laughs) Who's your pillow guy? <laughs> Wait, you, does yeah, he actually pillow? have? No, I'll, I'll give you a pillow guy. Yeah, pillow he's, he's, in, he's in Southport now. <laughs> he's in Southport, not Southport. Uh, Southport pillow guy. Yeah, uh, Southport pillows. Uh, Dudley Kessel. <laughs> Pardon me, <laughs> Dudley. Is that the Southport pillow emporium? <laughs> Dudley Kessel? Kessel. Uh, K-E-S-T-L-E. What? Oh, my. Whatever. It's close enough. <laughs> pillow. I feel like we're going to go to this pillow place. He's going to be, like, smuggling drugs in these pillows. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a drug running scheme. Uh, gotta he get runs a uh, store within, uh, within Southport. Dudley's Divine Slumber Sacks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's off the dome. You're welcome. <laughs> Dudley's oh, Divine Slumber, Slumber Sex. Sex. Yes. It's a BDSS. <laughs> I'm writing this down. This is very important. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, for real. This is... Star next to it and everything. All right. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Dudley's Divine, Divine Slumber, Slumber Sex. Sex, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you spell that for me? Dudley. What, 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 which one of those words? All of it. No. Okay. Here you go, Sarah. Three of those are just words. Uh, I'll walk my dog away into the woods. Just become a fucking mountain hermit, dude. Jesus Christ. There's nothing wrong with Careful it. Careful of pine cones. Oh, yeah, right? Be careful with pine cones. Pine cones are fine. Slumber sack. There's nothing wrong with pine cones. They hurt. You ever had a pine cone? What kind of man is Dudley? Never had uh, a pine cone. Let me me just recall for a minute. uh, (laughs) He's got a human face. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a tale of Dudley and his divine sack. He's a portly fellow. Uh, Portly. Portly. There's a cleric, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Just give me a second here. Just have to remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Totally not just riffing it from another NPC. He's a, he's a halfling, obviously. Uh, oh no, <laughs> portly halfling. Okay, so we're on track for the drugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, he's a portly halfling man. Uh, he's bald, has brown eyes. Uh, he's about sixty. I thought you were going to say six, six feet. feet. I was going to say, what the fuck? He's a huge halfling. He's very big for his uh, He's a halfling, half, halfling and giant. <laughs> yeah. Half halfling, half Goliath. Just makes a normal-sized person. When was the last time you saw Dudley? 
Oh, it's been a few months. A uh, few months. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, haven't made my, my way back to uh, back to Southport in a few months. Gotcha. Mm, yes, he's a, he's a wonderful man. He has great work. His pillows are... Uh, divine? Truly divine, yes. Uh, What's one of these divine pillows run you? Oh, about, Typically. A gold, about a gold apiece. Only, only that much. Only that much, yes. Uh, if you, if you choose for uh, more fine stuffings and silks for the for the outer covering of the of the slumber sack, of course the price would increase. But the, the base pillow. <laughs> does he do embroidery? <laughs> he does, yes. If you're, if you're looking for, uh, you can personalize them. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, How many of these do you have? <laughs> uh, I can't six. wait to get you a young six, master six pillow. <laughs> Oh, can we just uh, perfectly stitched are they all the same or are they different uh, mine are all the same they just have my uh, my company name on it they're exactly the same uh, yes mm-hmm. I see them sure he walks <laughs> over to his carriage and uh, he pulls out one of these tents and you can see that there is a uh, a red pillow that looks to be fairly like uh, plumply stuffed full of nice stuffing uh, and it's got like a, a gold embroidered edge and you can see Van Track Wares and Comforts is inscribed in blue thread uh, with a silver outline on this pillow yeah of course it's extremely comfortable I'm gonna roll percentage mm-hmm. sure he's a liar so 41% <laughs> I don't know kind of medium for a gold well, I, I like them all the same, but uh, you might go for one of the fancier like models. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll, yeah. sure, go I'll, ahead. I'll pick it up and just put my face in it. Why are we passing this? <laughs> put my face in it and then hold it out for anyone else who wants to yeah, there's I some, really hope your face paint's already There is on. some white face paint sure. on the pillow now. Yep, I'll take it. <laughs> With a deceptive hole where the nose would be. Oh, I'm going to flip it over and then... Mm-hmm. Percentage. That's if you'd like to go for Gotta it. Gotta do it. Oh no. That was a 68%. Oh, close. so close. Oh, you're so close. So close. I didn't know you had that. Yep. Uh-huh. It's, it's <laughs> almost nice. <laughs> almost nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good. Anybody else? It's really comfortable. I'm going to like gesture it towards Marcus. I grew up without luxury, but thank you. I appreciate it. I'll give it back to Arthur. Thank you. Walks over and throws it back in his carriage and walks back over to you. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd uh, love to join you for breakfast, Rune. You said you had some more questions about Ken Mayer. Yeah, if you if you remembered anything else. Sure. I uh, can suppose tell your friends a little bit about the area. I don't suppose you've uh, told them much? No. Uh, how much do you remember... I, said that you traveled from Valinor so you would have passed through at least the outer edge of the forest. Yep. Yeah, go there frequently or just in the in a caravan? The edges not frequently, no. So you stuck mostly to the uh the inner Alinar forest then and the surrounding thickets with the rangers. All right. Uh so for those of you that speak elvish, Alinar means not flame. Not flame, not like, flame, like the word N O T. Not, not lit, dude. Mm-hmm. Man, not lit. Must have sucked growing up there. <laughs> woods aren't. These woods aren't lit at all. Not <laughs> <laughs> fucking parties that we throw out here, dude. It's a bunch of thickets. <laughs> Only one C in those, dude. I know. It's worthless. <laughs> 
<laughs> it couldn't even spring for the second scene. <laughs> I do have to write thick it. Thick it. Write that down. Uh, but yes, the Alanar Forest uh, is so named because of the extremely tall ash colored trees uh, with gnarled, extremely thick bark and bright orange and yellow flame colored leaves. Uh, if you haven't told them anything about the trees, Ren. Or anything of your home at all. Just that I'm an emissary. Right, well, um... These trees were strange in the sense that you could look down the rows of them for quite a distance and see straight down. They were planted in a fairly straight lines at the entrance to the forest, uh, where it met the more normal trees. Um... They're extremely fire-resistant, according to Emeril, and very rugged. I uh, did not test that myself, uh, due to the... The ruggedness or the fire resistance? Both. Uh, I didn't spend much time in Kenmare. The trees were a bit further through. Um, the rest of the thickets, as uh, Rin alluded to. Um, but... Uh, the forest outside that lines the remainder of the land in front of the Alinar Forest is called the Whispering Woods. And that is full of tall black oak trees. Not black color, the physically the species black oak trees, uh, which are just very tall, very thick oak trees. Um, very little light made it through those trees. Um, forest is cast in an eerie twilight lit by bioluminescent fungus and shimmery lightning bugs. Very hard to traverse and full of uh, supposedly dangerous creatures. Um, haven't come across any in my time, but I didn't spend a ton of time wandering. Um, I did hear the cries and screeches of unrecognizable things, though. What did they sound like? <laughs> Please <laughs> do. Uh, oh, oh. Was there owls? <laughs> Were there any other ones? Uh, there's some more. I'll admit I'm not a much of an. Uh, yes. Well, anything you can give us would help. Sure, just in case. Sure. Even descriptions. Sure. Um, there's a, a very low um, grumbling sound. Like a... similar to a bear, but much larger. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> Ruh -ruh raggy. Come on, man. <laughs> like a like a grumble, grumble. Yeah. Like a grumble, grumble, Like a bear if it was a person. <laughs> like a really upset bear. Yeah. Grumpy bear. Like overpriced trees or something. Yeah, yeah. Ruh -ruh 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 -ruh. Exactly. It, it, that's uh, a good. I'm gonna use silent image while they're grumbling at each other and make just bears. make a bear that is going to <laughs> like puppet their grumble sounds. When I see that, I am going to thaumaturgy a bear noise, actual roar from it. <laughs> the sleeves. <laughs> just erupt <laughs> roar of a bear. Jesus Christ! What was? Th what is what is that? It's Mr. Pigeon. Why did the sound of a bear come from his sleeves? Oh, he's by bear. Couldn't tell. Make like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> You're part bear. You may learn the handshake of a part bear. 
<laughs> there you go. Now when you meet a bear, only if it's a part bear, don't do it to a full bear. <laughs> only if it is a part bear can you do the handshake of a part bear. I usually would run from a full bear. Would a full bear not respect the part bear handshake? Depends on the bear. <laughs> so black bear, yes. Only one way to find out. <laughs> Perhaps yeah, we make it back down. Run some experiments with bears in the future. We'll experiments. <laughs> wow. Subtle, but nice. Um, I'm sure you'll come across some in your travels. They're bears? Fairly, yes, bears. On the road? Not on the road, but if you go into the forests at all, they're yes. fairly common. Of course. Point to my image. My There's one right there on the road. That's right. Uh, <laughs> great. Well done, right? <laughs> um, Any other noises we should look out for? Uh, well, the reason... We have the... Who... <laughs> It was then the grumble, grumble, and then the grumbles, the grumbling. Uh, there's some less popular, very high-pitched screeching as well. Such as, oh, I really can't. Please. Uh, uh, oh, that's scary. It was very yeah. similar to the first one. Yes, yeah, just scarier. Yes, much also scarier. Also, an owl sound. A little higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the reason it's called the Whispering Woods is um, supposedly there are dryads that live within the trees. I don't remotely know what those are. Uh, they're uh, humanoid creatures made of um, bark and, and bright colored leaves. Uh, pink a tree and, person. Kind of, um, but with very bright colored uh, uh, leaves on their on their bark skin, like pinks and blues and purples. Uh, almost magical, in a sense. All right. Um, and they whisper? They do. Uh, they do they whisper? Just in unintelligible sounds um not a language that i know i mean i don't know a language am i familiar with triads mm-hmm. do they speak a language that i would recognize such as sylvan perhaps mm-hmm. they speak words that's good to know mm-hmm. stories also good to know mm-hmm. all right you've seen some of these what do they say? It depends on. Ooh. No, not usually. Not usually that. Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Where? My skin. What? <laughs> yeah, they. You know, it depends on what they're talking about. <clears throat> so they're like a people. Tree people, yes. Mm-hmm. Tree people. <laughs> <laughs> Just one after another tonight. <laughs> yes, uh, He's setting them up. Supposed to call them tree people. We gotta uh, burn that chair. It's <laughs> 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 the puncher. They, um, they would peer out from behind the trees. Uh, Dear God. <laughs> see them out of the corner of your eyes, and as soon as you'd look towards them, they would be gone. Sounds like they're playing games. Sure. <laughs> that. Or they might be shy. I'm not sure. Uh, yes, I think it's best we give them the benefit of the doubt until we meet some, and then you have a chance to speak with them and learn the handshake of a dryad. I don't think they yeah. have hands. Good God. <laughs> they, 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 they did have hands. Everything I hear of these creatures 
<laughs> just the slipperiest of slopes and every attempt I make to pickaxe my way back up just beats on me out, man. Nope. Uh, they, they did not seem uh, malevolent in any way. Um, That's good. I hear the sounds of, of quiet laughter as I would turn to look towards them. Giggle with what's done. Yeah, it's not Did you do something funny in front of him? I, I just looked in their direction. He might have thought that was funny. I suppose so. They did disappear. Is um, breakfast ready? Uh, Elena just looks up. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, perfect. Like take some. Eggs? Yes, of course. <sighs> Over easy. Yes. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> well, maybe. Not. <laughs> You're able to do it, but it's not stealthy. But you're able to do the thing. It only cracks a little bit. Yeah, it only it, it starts to like crack right as you like get it to your mouth. Worthless. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the whispering and the the laughing was almost a comfort. It was the sheer silence when all felt quiet. No breeze. No cries of monsters. No whispers. Um, just the crunch of carriage tires against dirt and the sound of hooves against rocks. Uh, that's That was when it started to get terrifying. When you thought you'd go mad from the sheer silence and nothingness, the whispering and the laughter would return. You'd continue on. <clears throat> it's a very peculiar place. Um... The journey through those woods uh, was fairly tough, about a half day's ride to get to Kenmare. Um, wasn't the distance, but the speed at which you could move through those trees and how long it took to navigate through the, the thick roots and winding paths. Um, were several ways to go through it, but uh, very easy to get lost if you didn't know where you were going. Um, rained a lot as you got closer to Kenmare. Sounds of booming thunder echoing out above. And, um... The day that I made my way to Kenmare that I alluded to last night, Rin, um... I rode towards the forest, as I had done every month for the last year or so. Uh, cool, crisp air of... Marpanoth, which is the calendar month immediately following this one, equivalent to October. Uh, settling in for the season, um, was bundled up to stave off the cold. Um, I remember my, my breath fogging up in front of me and drifting behind the carriage like smoke. Uh, unlike the other trees throughout Adorus, um, the trees of the Whispering Wood did not change color, the oranges and browns that you would normally see around the season. They stayed a bright emerald color. And as I approached the forest that day, I saw black smoke in the distance, uh, the northwestern edge of the tree line. I thought somebody had lit a fire while camping and it had perhaps gotten out of control. Um, directed my carriage over there to see if I could help, but as I got closer it was very apparent that the smoke billowed from deep within the wood, um, and as I rounded one of the small hills that was blocking my vision, 
I came face to face with something that I will not forget. Um, a line of trees, 15 foot wide, scorched and burnt, reduced to ash, straight through to Kenmer. Not a branch or remnant of those trees left. Just billowing piles of ash. Are those the trees that can't catch fire? No, those were further in, uh, within the inner forest, past mm. Kenmare. Um, I tried to direct my carriage through, but the sheer amount of ash made it impossible to traverse, um, sinking in spots and masking the terrain and puffing up as we rode. Directed my carriage into the trees and continued the way that I know. And when I arrived, I found Skenmare scorched, raised almost entirely to the ground. No bodies. The soil stained red with blood seeping deep into the earth. No signs of the 200 or so people that occupied Kenmare. Not a track, not a trace save for a single set of deep marks that dragged deep into the tree line. Someone grasping, clawing at the ground. The trail leading along where the ash was had been... The tracks seemed like they'd been intentionally covered or removed. It was far too smooth and level. No sign of footfalls. The only sign of people in Kenmare was the small baby boy that couldn't have been more than six months old that Merle had found along the tree line covered in leaves, not making a sound. You were all that was left, Rin. I'm aware. I rode into Kenmare, Emeril and his men immediately surrounded me, but quickly realized that I was not a threat. Um, we used the water that I'd brought to put out the remnants of the smoldering village. Some of his men went along the path, the ash-burned path, and put out the remaining embers. We searched the village for any sign of what caused this, or why and we found very little um, aside from the carving in the trees that you asked about that you had the the inscription of and a concentration of force around the stone church at the village's center Everyone in the city had those necklaces, Ren, even the children. I don't know what they are or why they wore them, but they kept them on at all times. I don't know what it's for. I don't know. I didn't always wear it. Sometimes. 
take it off. Didn't really feel any different. I don't I don't know what's special about it. Just a holy symbol, maybe? I suppose it's possible they they all had it on. The only other thing that was common within the city was the symbol that was on the, the herald flags, the banners that ran up the central street to the church. Stained glass window in the church matched that as well. said this church building wasn't destroyed? Um, not destroyed. Uh, most of the rest of the village was made of uh, clay and wood, but this church was made of stone. Um, the wooden bits within the church were burned. The stained glass window was shattered, but the structure itself mostly remained. That was clearly where the concentration of whatever caused this took place, but the foundation stood. So the windows were blown out then? Or blown in. Blown in? Yes, the glass laid on the inside through the front door, which had been kicked in. They seemed like such a simple people. Certainly a bit odd, but simple. Small houses made of hand-shaped clay bricks, wood, modest lodgings. Hand-shaped? Shaped by hand? Yes. Uh, not with a uh, like a, a metal framing for the clay. They're a little bit odd-shaped, clearly done by by hand. I thought you meant they were shaped like hands. Oh, no. Something. God. <laughs> that would have been really bad. <laughs> bricks that are like... <laughs> oh, no. Hands. That's cursed. <laughs> oh, no. I thought even work. Like, Very cursed. It's <laughs> <laughs> one after another. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a log cabin, but a log church with hands. Oh, oh. yeah, that's uh, log church is not good. No, it's like Lincoln logs, but just hands. Hate it. Oh, wow, it's bad. That's so really cursed. Bad. And uh, so, uh, Ken Mare was not a part of. Uh, I'm trying to remember the area. Arbor? Uh, it's the closest? I don't think it was a part of any kingdom. I'm fairly certain that very few people even knew it existed. It resided in the land that was technically controlled by Arbor, I suppose, but... Um, it was so buried within that forest that people did not often wander through. I was one of the only outsiders that went there The Children always seemed to be happy when I arrived. I'd bring them toys from Briarwood. I only spoke with a few people, namely James, that I mentioned. He's the one that traveled to Briarwood and found my father and asked him to deliver goods 
He was the only one you were familiar with? No. Bar owner Evelyn. I didn't stay much at being a half day's ride. I needed to get back to so I could work the next day. Only ever stayed there for a few hours at a time. I am sorry what happened to your people. Well, th thank you for the little bit of information you've given me. I don't mean to press, press your memory. It's alright, I'm... If I'm able to help in any way, I would certainly love to do so. Um, I just, I don't know what caused that horrible act. Um, just such simple people, they didn't even have an inn. Just a tavern, a general store, and a school, a hunter's guild, and a church church was the largest building in the, in the village. I'm just going to kind of slump over my eggs. Eat them. Okay. What forest specifically is Kenmare technically considered in? Uh, the Whispering Woods. The Whispering Woods? Yep. Yeah, and then under that. Uh... Yeah, no, I feel like I'm good. Okay. Valinar whispering Kenmare inside, Briarwood above Kenmare. Yep. West is Mistlands. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Yep. And were we given the sigil of Kenmare that was on those flags or no? Yeah, yeah. he has it. I got it. That was the... Uh... The horn? No, it's the uh... That is the sigil of Kenmare. Yes. Those are also the markings that were in the trees? No. no. If you want to show them the markings, because yeah. you had shown it uh, yes, last time. Somewhere. Ah, oh, here we go. Mountain? Is... Is this how it was in the tree? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to <laughs> draw this for me <laughs> while you guys uh -huh. can also still see it. Fucking like candle shape in the middle? No, it fucking completes the lower half of that shit. <laughs> Don't get mad because your drawing's bad. No, my drawing is bad, but I feel like that's... Totally fine in this instance in which puzzle making <laughs> doesn't require me to have valued hands. Cool. Let's... Everybody else good? You want a picture of it or you good? I'm good. Cool. Here you go. So that looks more handily. All right. Yeah, 100%. The one in the center is a different shape. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. And it looks like it's the concluding part of one of these, like, fucking bolts because of the jagged protrusion and the way it jets upwards. But that's fine. 
<laughs> I'll do my thing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Seven seconds. <laughs> uh. no, I didn't notice that in the center. Uh-huh. I just thought it was, you know, your bad hands. No, I, I, put, a lot, <laughs> I put a lot of time into drawing that. That is very specifically drawn. Uh-huh. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. It's not necessarily something that you can solve or understand right now, but it, the drawing is very specifically drawn. Okay. John's is bad. But it is. <laughs> Thanks. Man. I tried, but it, you know what it is. Oh, you mean the one that you gave me, yes. not my no, 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 interpretation no, no. of yes, it, which no. is a hundred percent terrible. Yeah, it's gonna... horrible. I definitely thought you meant his drawing because that looks like. Oh a, my god! It looks like a masked man. <laughs> I hate that I can't do it. It looks but... like one of those cells that they cut in half in the science books. My amoeba. The... Yeah. What, what, what no, is the, it the, the drawing that Listen, I gave you. It's all there. Yeah. Okay. It's right there. What do you mean? It's totally. It's right there. You might as well right. draw a smiley face. I'm not middle. perfect. I'm no. sorry. No. Uh, no. The drawing that I gave you before yours yeah, the, the is shadow. recognizable, but harder mm-hmm. to draw because of all the lines and stuff. Nice. But I was super close. His is specifically drawn like mm-hmm. that, but harder to decipher what it is. I really thought it was just a strand of Christmas lights, and I was like, <laughs> "We celebrating?" I soon? mean, it kind of is. It's oh, thorns. What is that but just foresty Christmas lights? This is lights. clearly the Batman under the mountain. It's already done. It's the Batman <laughs> and the mountain. Batman under the mountain. I don't know what more you need to know here. Or is it the mountain man and the mountain his, symbol? His parents are dead. Mountain boy. He's the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he lived in, in, in a spooky forest. He's the young master. The young master. Bruce Wayne. Writes itself. <laughs> Bruce Wren. Bruce Wren. I'm gonna start hunting criminals in the night. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's bandits. Wow! <laughs> You're actually gonna hide criminals in the night. Antijustice. No. Oh God. Local, stay is, tuned. What is the Local young justice. master beats poor people in the night. <laughs> it's not bad, but it might be the bad. It, it might be the bad on the mountain. You never know. Bad on the hill. I'm going to go back to my things. <laughs> okay. I presume that neither of those symbols means anything to any of us. Uh, make a history... Or history make a, make check. A, a religion make check. Make a religion check. I mean, the same. It's actually good. It's a 19. So you would recognize that the top half of that vaguely resembles the symbol for the god Talos. The top half of the... Of the symbols. The mountain. Not the mountain, the the bolt thing. The other thing. Yes. God damn it, why do I keep putting it away? And you would know, of course, that Talos is the god of storms. And you have a necklace with you, literally, that's that. No, his no. is like a, a his is an upside down. It's like a crescent. It looks like a cookie. But you have something that you're actually sh- showing us. What yes. is it? It's yes. like so a yeah. drawing of it. Yeah, drew. Arthur drew that for him. This is gotcha. something Arthur, Arthur drew. drew. This was something that was given to me by Emerald. Yeah, sure. So yeah, Arthur, Arthur drew, drew this that. from memory. Gotcha. Yes. <sighs> How reliable is that memory? <laughs> he seems pretty sane. For now. 
got this good pillow. Maybe it's he good just really sleep. likes Talos, and he's like, it's kind of like this. <laughs> and it's Talos. definitely Talos the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just slumped over my eggs eating them. I'm feeding some of my eggs to Shimmer. Okay. And then also some of my eggs to the puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll leave the puppy with you right now. <laughs> just pacing. Mm-hmm. Basically, do I'll, do give half, I'll give half my Rumbling. eggs to the puppy, half my eggs to Shimmer, and then I'll wind up eating the mushrooms that I that I brought. Okay. Maybe a little bit of egg. Sure. The laxative mushrooms are the good ones. No, yeah, the definitely those ones. <laughs> Please. <laughs> or the ones that... Uh, Please clarify. Yeah, or the mushrooms the that make you eat all of the other puppy. mushrooms. Please, okay. don't give my dog shitting no, mushrooms. First of all, your dog didn't get any mushrooms. Okay. Second, <laughs> these are the mushrooms that I bought specifically oh, to consume. Oh, okay, for the eating. Okay. That's... So the eating mushrooms. These are okay. none of the mushrooms. So make sure you don't mushrooms. mix them okay. up in the pack. Okay, good. Same bag, shake it. <laughs> oh, shit, which one doesn't... Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> They all look very different. It's like a party game. Yeah, one and third chance. These are the large mushrooms that I specifically requested. Mm-hmm. In order to eat. Yeah, you eat your, your large mushrooms and some eggs and you feed some to the dog as well. And to the dragon. And to the dragon. I'll forget the dragon. Oh, God. How do you forget? <laughs> it's right there. When I close my eyes. <laughs> He's Harry Potter. <laughs> Help. After I feed Shimmer, he's just gonna go and sit on Rin's head. No. Arthur, my good man. Yes. When you would make your travels to Kenmare, would someone come out to greet you? Would you typically have an emissary or representative from Kenmare who would accompany you on your journey or someone who would meet you? Outside in the Whispering Woods. Uh, for the first few trips, uh, I was met by um, uh, by James. At the edge of the Whispering Woods. Yes. Afterwards, I was able to make my own way, but the few first few times, I was guided. Were you ever given anything to protect you from these potentially dangerous creatures? Um, as a man who was trading with Kenmere with some sense of consistency for water water that we do not know what purpose resulted uh, they clearly needed you yes um, uh, he did give me one of those necklaces indeed do you have it on you uh Things so Is it in your wagon? Yeah, uh, I can get it. Very good. Walks back over to his carriage and you hear him like rustling around and some things for a few moments and he comes back out holding it. I forgot that I had this. It's been so long. Um, holds it up. You see the same thing that Ren has tied with a leather band around the center. Do you still need this? I don't think so. I don't travel down there. Welcome to it if uh, If there is in some instance we do find ourselves in the location of the Whispering Woods it would be nice to have at least some potential boon to protect one of us should we find someone is more uh, I guess you could say 
vulnerable to the effects of the Whispering Woods. Sure. Could also be beneficial to give to Dandelion as the emissary who might speak with these sylvan creatures on our behalf. I'll put that in my pocket. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Safety necklace. <laughs> Is it For Sarah in the future. I'll just call you future Sarah. That's easier. Uh, yeah. Look at this Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Ma- not Marcus. Have to meet you, <laughs> Marcus. Uh, yes. Could I? Oh yes, of course. Yeah, I'm gonna compare them. Yeah, they're identical. Are they magic? Not like exactly. Yeah, are they identical in terms of like craftsman stones, where these are like cookie press coming out, or are these still just like the same uh, it's, general shape? It's the shape? same, same shape. Same like, you turquoise can see that, stone. Yeah, same turquoise okay. stone. They're, they're almost identical in the sense of they're like they were definitely crafted either gotcha. by the same person or using the same method. Okay. Um. Uh, yours is on a chain. This one has a leather band wrapped around the center that is then tied. Okay. I feel any different as I'm holding both? Mm-mm. I feel the same. The same? Yeah. But that same, like, comforting feeling that you get from yours, you also get from this one. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> is it magic? I mean, I'm assuming I would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, abjuration. Yes. Marcus, do you, do you want to hold on to it? Yes, if you don't mind. Give it to you. Thank you. You were found with yours? Yes. Yeah, it was in like a little bassinet thing under some leaves along the trees. That's where Emerald found him. Almost as if somebody knew that whatever happened to the town was coming. Maybe. Maybe it was luck. Perhaps. From what Emerald said, it seemed to have been uh, placed there pretty not haphazardly, but quickly. Uh, he was mostly covered, but um, if anyone had looked deeper, I'm sure they would have found him. They were lucky he didn't make a sound. Side of the path of devastation? Yes. Interesting. You had said 15 trees wide in a line backwards? 15 feet. 15 feet. Yeah, 15 feet across, straight down raised and a path mm-hmm. straight for Kenner. Yeah. Yep. This I wasn't sure if you said trees or feet. Yeah. yeah. This symbol that you've drawn, you said this was on the buildings? Yes, uh, they had long uh, like herald flags uh, hanging on, on uh, posts down the central path within the city, uh, along with the stained glass. Uh, a portion of this looks like a symbol for Talifs. Is that if you, a, a, if you a look god? at it, anybody? No. Uh, anybody? I'm not a re- religious man. Oh, well, it's a storm god. Elena looks up at this at you saying storm god. Storm god. Uh, up to you also if either the cleric or the paladin. Uh. For any sense of recognition. Obviously personalized sure. because of my backstory. I don't know your backstory. I don't know whether or not paladin or cleric. 
Um, I would say... Or even, you know... I don't know what or I Or anybody in general, depending on the prevalence of the yeah. religion. Yeah, yeah. For where I would say lost. you would know, and you would know. No, definitively? You would know of Talos. Cool. Does she also just know of Talos, or does she know something different than I do? She knows just of Talos. Okay. Just the fact that he is the storm god. Uh, yes, the storm god, yes. Uh, Ren, you do remember your reading? A what? Your palm reading? I saw storms in your line. Yes. You said future storms, though, yes? I don't know what it meant. Um, just that there were and would be storms in his central line in his palm. Interesting. I won't lie to you. I really just humored you. I didn't think it anything of the readings. I understand. But... <laughs> Not to offend. No, I only did it for you. Yeah, kind of just. But this is some, seems more than coincidence. Some people don't understand the readings or or um, fully comprehend what it offers. It's it can be vague. Some of it is observation, and some of it is a little bit of divination. So it's not a perfect science. It's magic. Just gonna squint at her. <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> <laughs> the Alinar woods were localized inside of the Valinar woods, correct? We were told, Al or where? Well, Alinar, in terms of the type of tree, what description was given to us in terms of where those Alinar trees were. So you have uh, kind of like a hand. Yeah, kind of like a hand. It's like a hand. So you have the, the like clear land of arbor here. Uh, the Below fingers. that is the thicker whispering wood trees that wrap like this. Uh -huh. <laughs> Kenmare is in those trees. Mm -hmm. And inside of that is the Alinar Woods and the Kingdom of Valinar back there. Inside of the Whispering Woods. Yes, inside of the... the, so the Whispering the, like, Woods map. is big. Yeah. yeah. It's on the... Real big. ...main map, which I may not have printed, but it is in Discord. That's fine. I, I think, think I got it. Looks like some kind of horrifying Cyclops monster now that I look at it. That's nah, fine. Don't read into it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Cyclops monster. Yep. There's even a lake where the eye would be. Cool. Oh, shit. You delivered water. Yes, mostly water. A little bit of food. Not much, though. They mostly hunted for themselves. Uh, in a small hunting guild. But, uh, yes, mostly water. Some incense and herbs and things, but... Mostly water, large kegs of it. On this map, two is Kenmore, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. And then one is Alinar. One is their, like, kingdom. Yeah. That's yeah. The... Okay. <sighs> Oh, wait, now I actually see the Cyclops. Okay. Dude, right? <laughs> wow. 
That's a really fucked up. Yeah, eye. dude. When I drew it, it just. <laughs> it's like, wait, it's like a... Grimace got real pissed at somebody and lost an eye. I hate it. What the? Look at it. Gotta give it to you. What woods are you from? Grimace is in the woods. Oh, no. He's whispering to us about yeah. the burgers. He <laughs> <laughs> drew oh, teeth on it, and now it just looks like a Meeseeks. It does, actually. <laughs> he, just, he just whispers about the dollar Kill nuggets me. and fries. <laughs> <laughs> the coupons. And the, the he's whispering that the, that the McRib is back. That's good to know, dude. In December, and I won't go on keto until I eat one of those. Oh, my God. And then I will. <laughs> Out of pain. Because <laughs> I feel like I've died after consuming them. And I'll never eat food. it again. Listen, minimum three. Okay. <laughs> that once. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Oh, that day. And then I oh sleep. My God. I sleep for two days. <laughs> so, so that's day. a Friday activity. And then <laughs> that's a Christmas break activity. I'm going to be off of work. Of work. <laughs> this is going to have to be after Oshwap. I wake up the next morning, bang out three Gone. McRibs. <laughs> done till Friday. <laughs> Go straight back to bed. Uh, Coma. Uh huh. <laughs> Wake up a week later. Exactly. It's fine. Time for Peter. Could you imagine? <laughs> Never again. Uh, uh. Because I won't be back for another three years. <laughs> Where did he say he delivered the water from again? Sorry. Uh, I just from uh, Briarwood. Briarwood. Yes. Yeah, it's the closest city nearby to the north on the western side of Arbor. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I still don't know what the storms in your lines mean, but it appears there is something deeper there, Rin. Maybe. Be shocked if it's a coincidence. Shocked? shocked. I'm going to throw things at people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's likely not. It's things where they are. Do we know anything else about storms? Uh, in terms of world lore? Any relevance? Any places that experience storms more frequently? Any places that specifically worship a storm god? Not that you're aware of. Well, it was a place. That's <laughs> 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 what happens when you worship the storm. Sometimes it take it. Take it. <laughs> Sometimes it give it. Sometimes Gotta ride the lightning, it. Paul. Was it common to encounter much rain en route to Kenmare? As you got close to the city, absolutely. Or the village, absolutely. Uh, less so around the outskirts, a normal amount, but it was raining fairly frequently as I approached my monthly journey. Did the dense canopy of the Whispering Woods prevent the rain from reaching Kenmare? Um, they, Certainly they must have lived at least in some kind of a clearing. They did live within a, a, a clearing, yes. Uh, it semi-protected the rain. Some of the trees hung over a portion of it, the, some of the larger branches, but it was in a clearing within the forest, yes. Um, not protected completely by the rain, no. Um, not like a... Not bad storms, just 
kind of a like moderate drizzle with some thunder whenever I would approach. The thick canopy in the forest itself did keep most of the rain out. It would take a while for it to drip down. Like a constant rain. Kind of. For people that needed to import water. What were they doing with the water? Maybe they made the storms. So, so if part of that symbol is a storm god, I assume that's not a crazy assumption. They that's needed the water to make the rain? That's... Just somebody up in the tree. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Ow. They just have long sheets of metal that they're hitting for the thunder, which is why there's no metal to make the bricks for the houses. Writes itself. <laughs> they're just wiggling metal sheets. Like it's stuck on wiggle duty again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this town. Somebody should burn it. <laughs> Damn it, I wish somebody would burn it. Fuck. All we need to do is miss one shipment of water and we can light this place up. <laughs> they actually all just decided to leave. That's why none of their bodies were fast. <laughs> yeah, let's get out. They burned it and left. <laughs> Forget this. Tired of wiggle duty. We don't want this kid anymore. Put him in the woods. <laughs> the wolves get him. If we don't leave at least one kid behind, we'll they will both know that we left on purpose. We'll soak the ground with blood so nothing will grow and no one will come back here. And we'll leave him here for the monsters to eat. There you go. My God. An offering. Right? Mm-hmm. Dude, to the Cyclops. To Grimace. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you were supposed to be eaten. Listen, if Grimace wasn't in the woods, he's in the woods now. We run into Grimace oh, on one v one. If he was supposed to be in, offered to Grimace and he wasn't taken by Grimace, it's just this is just about me and Grimace now here. Grimace Nothing else matters. Rampage in my story, just me and Grimace. Let's go. That make you a McNugget. Mm. <laughs> a McMaster. Oh. <laughs> a young McMaster. Ugh. There's a fucking Grimace in the woods, man. <laughs> fucking like purple Bigfoot. Like, Listen, <laughs> I didn't conjure the Grimace, okay? That was John. I'm not going to say I conjured it. I'm just going to say I became aware of its presence. <laughs> exactly. You drew you the map it. and you noticed You passed the perception check and yeah, there he was. I, I don't think I channeled it. I think he chose me as his emissary. <laughs> He's your patron. emissary. <laughs> yeah, you're now a warlock. Your patron is Grimace. That's fine, dude. I'll fucking multi. I'm right in the field for it anyway. Hexblade, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Or the yeah. deep one. <laughs> definitely, the definitely deep the deep one. one. <laughs> definitely the deep one for sure. Oh lord. That's a mood, dude. Gotta go. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, wiggle duty, uh, backtracking, uh, raining, okay, right, raining all the time, storm gods, yes. Yes, what do they do with the water? (laughs) What do they do with the water? They probably put it in the sky, so that it can fall. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. How? I'm not the one doing it, I don't know. Have you ever seen somebody put water in the sky? People do all sorts of weird things. Have you seen this weird thing? Not that one, no. I haven't seen that weird thing, right? No. Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Not a chance. <laughs> but I've seen many weird things. Yeah, you definitely know what dryads are and have seen them. They sound like how Arthur described them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like dryads, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elena. 
Why uh, do yes. you know of Talos? From where did you hear? Uh, it's just one of the gods that I've studied about. Um, I know a fair few of them just from my travels for people that have worshipped them. And, uh, not yet found one that worships Talos, but uh, I mostly stayed in the two kingdoms. I simply jumped at the fact that uh, storms being mentioned. Yes, connected. Yes. Certainly. <clears throat> Curious things. Indeed. It's not often that I'm around to see the things that I predict through people's palm readings come to light. I don't often travel with people whose palms I read, so this is uh, slightly new territory for me. Certainly. How much longer do we have on the journey to Southport? Uh, you have two days. Yeah, you have one more rest and then a partial day's journey. I mean, I think if everyone has done breakfast, we should get back on the road. Sounds like a good idea to me. Probably. I'm going to help start cleaning up camp. Sure. Where? Where is Valinor? South. South? Far south, the edge of uh, the edge of Adorus, to the south, against the sea. That's pretty far. It is quite a journey. But your friends made it, so not impossible. I did have a ride. That does help. I do know one story about the elves in Valinor. And what is that? It's... Do you want me to run? Sure. Um, I'm just gonna... Uh, it's a story that... Uh, that Oberon told me. Um, Alright, time to just read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about... How do you say that? Lyra... Le- Lyrapult. Lyrapult? The Swift. Um, and it says that he trained armies of the Valinar elves in their first wars against the other races before the war with the gods. And in that war, he fought side by side with his human love, Liliana, both of them wielding a single blade each. His blade was named Storm, and hers, Wind. During the fight with the gods, on the top of the Billowing Peaks mountain range, Liliana was slain. Lyrapult took up her blade and wielded both wind and storm, channeling his love for her, whispering the poem that she would sing to their young half-elven son, Percy, as tears fell from his face. In doing so, he channeled his magic through their blades and began to move swiftly about the battlefield striking down those around him with a combination of magic and his blades. Uh, He was crucial in the battle against the gods, slaying numerous enemies with his powers. He then went on to train the other Valinar elves in the art of blade singing, discovered on that holy mountain, channeled by his love. His fighting style and his gifts have been bestowed upon the Valinar elves and are widely used to this day, and his love for Lily. 
Liliana, was that? Mm-hmm. You changed her name halfway through the story. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Just forgot the A. Mm-hmm. I guess it was... Uh, his love for Liliana never faded until the day he died, and it's rumored that he was buried side by side with her, with wind, her with wind, and him with storm. I actually think I changed her name from that and didn't change his nurse. <laughs> Thanks. What's her name? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I. Uh... What's her name? Uh, I changed it online. I didn't realize you'd printed it. Uh, it's Gail. Gail. Her name is Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Forget all that. Same story, different name. You kept, mentioning, you kept mentioning storms. I don't know many stories about this world, but I heard that one. I've heard what are, of it. What are the sword's names? He Wind. had storm and she had what? Wind. Wind. Is there something still called Percy? Yeah. God, I hope so. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it is. Is he still called Liverpool? Uh, oh, no, I, I didn't change that. I only changed her name. I didn't realize you'd printed it. Of course I printed it. <laughs> it's in Google Docs for a reason. I, I mean, I can't... Yeah, I, I know. To be honest, I can't find it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I was following you along. You, think? you only changed her name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a story... Told to the children of Eleanor. Bedtime story. I know it. Just keep talking about storms, though. Since that's where you're from, and also from Valinor. Odd that, uh, this Oberon would know it? He knows a lot of stories. He's very smart. Tell you any other ones? Yeah. Like? He, he told me a story about Ronan, the Wolfkin. And I don't think I've heard that one. Probably some others, I'm sure. Huh. A lot of stories. Some about the summer courts. I'm fairly certain I've already done a history check on Oberon. I did not know him, right? Correct. Okay. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. He's very good at telling stories. Apparently. I'm just going to rub the turquoise in my hand. Nervously. We can continue this discussion on the road. In the carriage? Sure. We should start packing up. And get up and okay. start gathering whatever sure. of my stuff I had out to sleep. <clears throat> you guys gather everything up. up my tent. Sure. Yeah, you pack up all of your stuff, you <clears throat> stuff it back into the uh you carriage that is being pulled behind the main carriage. Uh, Arthur walks to all of you and uh, tips his hat. That was very nice getting to talk to all of you. Uh, 
appreciate you sharing a meal. I'm sure I'll see you in uh, Southport, or at least when we stop for the night again. Fairly certain we'll be riding at roughly the same speed, so don't imagine we'll get too far from each other. Stay close by. Will do. Thank you all for your company. I'm truly sorry for what happened to your people, Rin. Thank you. There's no reason to apologize. Hey, uh... Tips his cowboy hat at all of you and heads back to his carriage, and you all pile into your carriage, and, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna drive again with my puppy. Can I get a handshake for him? <clears throat> you didn't. He does, uh, he's... Oh, uh, before I forget... Mm-hmm. The handshake uh, mm -hmm. of a traveler. So, as you would expect, it starts with walking, traveling... And you flatten your palm and twist the plane. And then you connect your hands together in the air. And you bring them down like this. And you walk again. That is the handshake of the people from my guild. Should you come across them there of uh, my members, they'll use that and you'll know that you're safe. Get a square deal. Sorry? Get a... Oh, yes, 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 of course. Monetary discount. Yes. Very yes, good. Of course, yes. It's an important one to remember. Mm. It's like a loyalty card. Mm hmm. Yes. Thank you, Arthur. <laughs> of course. See you all on the road. Mm -hmm. Walks back over to his carriage and. Starts crackling down the road. Mm -hmm. Marcus, you're driving again with your puppy? Yeah. Very good. You guys pile in. Uh, you begin traveling further down the road. Travel for a few hours without incident. Um, and you then uh, come across... Uh, well, I'll have uh, Elena talk first, I guess. Um... Seems like a very nice man, Arthur. Indeed. He does seem nice. It's uh, very interesting that he knew things about your past, Rin. Tragic story of your people. He was a traveler. Indeed. suppose we'll discover more. I'm sure there's information out there to be found. Hopefully. If you are heading to Greymore, there is the archives. I plan to look there. Something. Hopefully. And at least now you know that it might be semi-religious. There's that too. Didn't know that before, so... Provided valuable information, although not much. Yes. Well, to the road. She knocking back. Mm -hmm. What? No. What is she knocking oh, back? Uh, from a little flask. Oh, yeah. Her daily dose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys continue traveling down the road for a few hours. Um, 
about midday, you uh, you come across a set of uh, wooden like spikes that are blocking your path in front of you, and you can see that Arthur's caravan is stopped a few feet in front of you. You can see that there are several men standing on either side of this barricade. Uh, and you can see that a carriage pulled off to the side of the road. There is a uh, older gentleman in his mid-thirties uh, sitting on the outside of the carriage step. And one of the men walks up to your carriage. <laughs> Evening, gents. I'm assuming I'm the one driving, so I'm the one he's speaking to. Yes. What's a gent? Uh, can I help you? You can. Uh, need to pay the road tax. I'm unfamiliar with such a thing. Well, it's a tax for traveling on this here road that uh, we control. Ten gold per occupant of your carriage. Who is we? This is communicable road between Lake Mountain and Southport. It is. City Road? It is. Understood. But we control this area of it. And thus we collect the tax. Alright. Ten gold per occupant? Ten gold per occupant. Very good. And the man sitting on the caravan stands and leers in your direction. Hold a second, boys. He steps down. You can see that he's got a belt, uh, like a uh, leather belt across his chest with a few daggers wedged into it. He's got a large, um, like, dark leather coat that descends down to his feet. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got, like, dirty blonde hair, brown eyes. Looks to be in his mid-30s, and he walks over to you. You look mighty familiar. Not for someone who's been in these parts. I shouldn't. Your armor looks familiar. Certainly. I suppose it might. Mine now. You his boy? Yeah, of course. Suppose you've had run-ins with the old man? Not me. Father? Oh, your father? Former military man. Interesting. That was mine. Why was yours former? I know why mine was. Well, my grandfather was a general of the Fjordanian army. My father, up and coming younger soldier. Skilled at combat, as you might have guessed, my grandfather drilled it into him as my father drilled into me. Understood. And my father joined the military when my grandfather was killed. Skirmish with invaders from across the sea. Understood. Guess your father noticed the skills of mine him under his wing. Seems reasonable. Made him his right-hand man. 
again. But when your father abandoned his post, my father was left in charge of a rather difficult and strategic mission against barbaric tribes to the north, which was a failure. It's already here. A lot of men died. My father was stripped of his military rank and ejected from the Fjordanian army. Fjordanian crown may have taken my father with their incompetence. And they took my father because of yours. When the last drop of liquor left the bottle, fell to the floor, and he kicked the chair out from under him. Your father's failures are not mine to bear. I don't know why you would think they are. Your father led his men to die. And that is also not my father's fault. Because he left. He abandoned his post. And left his men behind, untrained. Not prepared to take over. Well, then the mission itself was folly. And not something my father would have permitted. He would have stood up against ranking orders to enforce it. And he would have said, my men will die. Your father should have done the same. Should have considered the lives of his men. Well, that's your father's fault, sir. I blame your father for what happened to mine. That's fine. And what happened to my mother. Marrying my... Prick of an elvish stepfather. Again, these are not things that hold any weight with my family. I think you have a sense of erroneous judgment in placing fault for sins of the past. And I think that that is something that you must deal with your own weight, sir. I bear mine. I ask simply that you bear yours. But if you would like, I will show you that my father must have taught me better than your father taught you. I'll put my puppy down. <laughs> I'm going to stand the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to step out of the carriage. Okay. I will break your hands in front of your men if you would like to challenge me. I would love to see you try. Certainly. To you and to I, men aside. If that's what you wish. Oh, I would love to show you what a true soldier looks like. Should you have your moment of courage? We'll start stepping out of the fucking carriage. If we're both military men, surely we should command our own armies. If you think you need yours, certainly. I hope your men are better trained than the ones your father led into battle. I trust my men. Yeah. I'm just gonna whack the fucking edge of the carriage. <laughs> oh, friends. <laughs> I'm already out here. Mm -hmm. Is there a problem? Dude, what's going on? Can I cast a spell when that happens? Sure. 
I'm gonna cast mirror image and okay. use my divine thing and have five Mr. Pigeons. An actual plan I trust my men. Bum, bum. <laughs> five clowns, all with fucking sickles. Is it five plus you? Five total. Okay. Three, three mirror images. One invoke duplicity. One, one me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll take a brief intermission. I'm gonna set up the map and we'll be right back, friends. Mm-hmm. Do you have four more Mr. Pigeon minis? <laughs> I forgot my mini. Rip. Oh, I don't know what came over oh. me. <laughs> Some weird coward in here. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> else taste that? Welcome back, friends. We got to fight some stuff. Mm-hmm. Just won't move, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Who's the lady? Oh, the lady in red is Elena, I'm guessing? Yes. She get out of the carriage? Yep. Uh-oh. She's probably <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like... Uh-oh. She's gonna bite him. <laughs> uh, please don't. <laughs> Give him the teeth. Do we want the light on? Uh, yeah, I'll turn on. I got it. It's, got, it's, um, oh, it's yeah, that's right. I don't even have to get up. Mm-hmm. Whoa! There we go. There we go. Lights. Uh-huh. Yeah, she doesn't have to fight. That's up to you. She just got out of the carriage. Yeah. No, I definitely would love to see her fight. Mm-hmm. That's up to her, really. Entirely. No, that's her decision. Okay. There are several men here. Mm-hmm. Do all of them have weapons somewhat comparable to what we see? Uh, yeah, Just the in shield terms of a visualization. Is not, right. Um, so the one in front with the two swords, that is the captain that was talking to me. That's, That's dude, bro. That's dude, bro. Uh, <laughs> the guy behind him to my left, closest to him, uh, with the axe thingy. Yeah, whatever that is. It's like a cleaver. He's supposed to be like a farm bow. <laughs> yeah, he's a different unit. The other three are the same thing, and then the archer at the back. Cool. So it's dude bro, bro dude, three, three dudes, dudes, and one bro. Yeah. yeah. Archer if, bro. If you want to label them uh, as bro. One through six, uh-huh. whoever. Oh, I got it. My mask just hit me in the eyes. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's fucking agonizing. I always love that. All right. So dude bro. Dude bro. Dude bro. Will be one. Bro dude. Bro dude will be two. Dude bro is one. And then we'll go three, four, five for the. Dude three. Dude four, and dude five, and then bra. Alright, are you good on their numbers? Yep, I got it. Motherfucker, (laughs) one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we got dude bro, bro dude, three to five is generic bro, six is archer bro. No, no, three to five is generic dude. Generic generic dudes. Archer's a bro. Yeah, don't forget the dudes, bro. He's fucking tanked back there, throwing 40s at us from a distance. He's <laughs> gonna fucking, <laughs> fucking tank our goddamn horse and we're not gonna be able to leave. <laughs> the intimidation catch, to check if I catch and chug the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> Break the bottle. That's fucking drunk clown? <laughs> Fuck that, dude, I'm out. Drunk clown with sickles. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, no, at that point, it's two halves of a 40 bottle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Pigeon uh, from Russia now. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's. Uh, the Inquisition's in town. Let's roll it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can they 
Oh no. That's pretty good. Hey, that's pretty good. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I forgot this was open. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck, Sarah? Those are frogs and toads. Frog of the week, number four. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All over the battlefield. Okay. I wonder what I'll do. Yeah, right? Alright. Uh, 15 to 20. 23. 22. 19. Natural or unnatural? Natural 20. Natural 20. Uh, 10 to 15. Uh, sorry, I'm at 16. I was letting you resolve oh, all theirs yep. first because they're higher than me. Yep. Mike, what were you? 22. Sarah, you were 23? No, I was 19. 19. Whew. I think they're underneath the Arthas skeleton. Uh, where are the whiteboards? Are they on the There's, uh, there's they one. Might be in the corner. They might be like back here somewhere. I'm not sure. It's fine. I mean, I need one. You really need one. Never mind then. Uh, you can have this one that just says DJ Soul. You don't need that. No, that's a contract. That's <laughs> 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 a contract. <laughs> Don, there's just boxes and Christmas stuff. Christmas stuff. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Uh, uh, why are they on glass? <laughs> There's nails! <laughs> loose nails! <laughs> Just a box of loose nails? <laughs> it is just funnier to yell, it's loose nails. Alright, sorry, do you want one? Yes, please. Right. <laughs> Let me just creepily reach behind everybody. Why are they always in a different place? <laughs> I don't know. They've been <laughs> back there for a while. I also thought they were there. You can take the nice one. I'll take this one that evidently has some kind of toe beans. <laughs> drawing in it! I clearly haven't used that before. Thank you. Uh, 10 to 15. Uh oh. Is it just autumn left, or did you? Uh, it's. Well, I guess. You guys uh, that's there forever, Sarah. <laughs> I guess we drew it. So long ago that it's just etched forever in. Tobins, 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 Tobins. Five to ten. Got nine. I have us so far. Lawrence is a six and Autumn is a nine. You're nineteen, Mike is twenty two, Paul Nat twenty. I'm a 16. Lawrence is a 6. Lawrence. You know, 20. I'm your first. Yeah. Without running. That's too rich. Actually, I'll just wait. Unless he scummed me and also not 20. Did you scum me, Don? No, he asked if yours was natural or not. I feel like he dirtied one. <laughs> I did natural one, but it's lower. Natural one? No, nice. I did natural a 20. A 20. But okay, but his total is. What's your total? 23? Yeah. Ugh. All right. I'll do this now that I've got it. In order. Uh, first up is going to be Rin. 
Cool. I will use my bonus action to Blade Song and then cast Mage Armor. Mm-hmm. And I will move myself. Oh goodness. Where would you like to go? Uh, that way. Diagonally? Yeah, diagonal. 20. Up, up or diagonal yeah, still? Yeah, diagonal still. Diagonal still. 20. Eh. And then up one. Up one. Right there. I'll conclude my turn. Yes. Alright. 100% taunting the guy that's right there. Just mm-hmm. giving him the. Come here, buddy. <laughs> Come here. Uh, Alright. Um, next up is going to be Bro Dude. So, number, number two. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is going to move towards Ren. He is going to attack Rin. What does he have? Uh, he has a short sword and a dagger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good time. Uh, that is a natural 20 on the short Mother. sword. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not. What is the total? Uh, it matters. Total is 24. Yep. Uh, and the other one is a 13, which will not hit. No. <sighs> Uh, so you take 11 points of slashing damage. Crit me. Uh, and he, so he slashes forward as he runs towards you with his, uh, with his short sword, which catches you off guard. Uh, and you step backwards a little bit, and he slices through part of your, your shirt, scraping along your chest. And as he does this, you see as his other hand is coming up from the side with a dagger, and you parry that with your blade. Uh, and that is his turn. Next up is Mr. Pigeon. All right, um, so I saw... Mm-hmm. So we were in the... Could we see who was talking from inside the carriage? Like, would I be aware that the big guy at the front was the one that was... Yes, Okay, absolutely. so then I'm going to leave him, and I'll go fight the other guy, since since you two are trying to brawl. Got beef. If I can get that... Yeah, if that can go 30 feet and get behind him, it's okay if, like, I enter range. This is your 30? That's the 30? Okay, yes. I can go further, so I can go 35. If you could move me up there too. Can I go the other way? Okay, it gets me to there. You're fine. Great. Uh, so yeah, I will uh, run up in there then. And uh, I guess I fibbed. Uh, I'm going to hit him <laughs> because I don't have advantage on the other guy with my mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, I will then, uh, using my... Um, mere, the, you know, the copy of me, I will have that deliver and inflict wounds on the guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so... That's a natural 20. Yes. <laughs> yeah, boy. Good night. Thank you. Sweet friends. And we never will. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. Send in the clowns. Yeah. <laughs> How many clowns are attacking this guy at the moment? It's just, okay, so- it's just the real pigeon. Oh, I kind of just pictured like the forty-three necrotic damage. Okay, <laughs> I did crit on it. Mm-hmm. Right. As I'll have him deliver that, I guess, with the for the flavor with the sickle. 
43 damage to dude bro as you uh, <laughs> you swing your sickle towards him and it catches and wraps around his arm and you watch as this dark necrotic energy erupts from the edge of the blade and just like crawls up his arm and he just like God, what are you? <laughs> the clowns. <laughs> the Inquisition. Free, free item interaction. I'm going to squeak my nose. <laughs> That's my turn. Does it make a noise? You don't fuck with the Inquisition. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, Dandelion. I am going. I guess I would have probably used my movement to climb on top of the carriage where okay. I currently am. Uh-huh. And I'm going to blast. What shall <laughs> I do? Asking the question like you don't know the answer. <laughs> Skate to one song and one song only. Why? Why is it not here? Why do I do work? Hex. First level uh, spell. It, it okay. automatically goes up in level because the way lock works is uh, all your spells are now cast at the other yeah, level. level. Oh, uh, sorry. I did have something that I needed to do as a reaction at the end of that with uh, Mr. Pigeon. Was that three? There behind him. Yeah. Three is here. Yeah, yes. he's going to use his reaction and move uh, five feet into the space closest to his captain, and make an attack against Mr. Pigeon. Okay, is he gonna make it against me or my duplicate? I guess it would be against the duplicate. Because well, I have if they have any knowledge of spell casting, my duplicate is standing next to me. Yeah, I like don't know what's my going image on. is moving all over the place from your image. Yeah, they're gonna hit the duplicate because okay. that's what delivered the sure. attack. Uh, so that is going to be a sixteen to hit. Uh, that would hit my AC. Yeah. Okay. So they would. Hit that and know that that's not real. Then okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So they yeah, it would connect and okay. they would be able to tell that yep. that is. Fake. So they know that it is a duplicate now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Sorry. Still you. Still me. Mm-hmm. I'm going. This guy's still looking fine, I assume. Yes. I'm going to cast Hex on him. Mm-hmm. With my bonus action. And then, surprise, surprise, I'm going to use Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. I'm shocked. What are you picking for your, uh... Um... <laughs> Save. Not at all. Strength. Okay. Sixteen to hit? Uh, sixteen hits. That's going to be twelve points of force damage. And who was that at? I'm sorry. On, that's on Dude Bro? Dude Bro. Uh, yeah. First, first guy. Mm-hmm. And then... 1d6 for... And four points of necrotic, right? For hex? Yeah. So, 16 points of damage. Okay. Uh, You watch as Dandelion from atop of the carriage 
uh, forms her hands into this eldritch symbol as a marking appears in the center of this man's chest, and this purple energy erupts from her hands and strikes down at him, hitting him in the chest as this mark erupts. Uh, next up in the order is Elena. Donna rolled a 16 for my con save. I forgot about it. Okay, cool. Uh, what are you concentrating on? Mage armor. My con. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, well, I, 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 I for Europe, yeah. It's burned into my mind that it has concentration for some reason. I think you're... I'm trying to think of whether or not it was brand for haste. Whether or not it was like because your armor had a spell invoked in it. That's the only thing I, I could think that I, might be comparison for you. Probably. What's Elena doing? Uh, she's going to firebolt the man in front of Rin. Firebolt number yep. two. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, that does not hit. That is her turn. Uh, next up is Dude Bro. Captain Boy. Captain Dude Bro. Captain Boy. Uh, so he is going to charge Marcus. Uh-huh. Um, I welcome this fate. Yeah. He's going to move out of range of Mr. Pigeon and his duplicate and charge up to Marcus's face. Mm-hmm. Sure. Can I uh, slash him in the back with my reaction? Yes, you can. Uh, he is also going to use his reaction, and as you swirl around at his back, he is going to... Oh, my ah, God. Don't do that, please. <laughs> He's going to whip back with his sword and strike behind him. Okay. I thought you broke something. Um, I thought I broke It's when he hand. leaves, right? So he's still in range of both? Yeah. Me? Okay. Just really. It's so hard to read. Eight. Uh, Fourteen to hit. Uh, 14 will not hit. Okay. Uh, his attack is going to be a 21. But you have sure your does. you have your image up? Uh, yes. So... Uh, no, it'll hit me. Okay. Oh, I'm going to play some here because he's continuing his movement. Uh, you're going to take four points of slashing damage as he strikes behind him and screams and charges towards Marcus. All right. Uh, that was with his reaction, um, so he's going to run up to Marcus, and he is going to attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to swing at you first with his short sword. Nope, that's a 10. Uh, he's going to swing again with his short sword. That is a 22. Yes. For six points of slashing, he swings down with his short sword once and you parry it away he swings back and slices across your midsection slightly uh and then he stabs towards you with his dagger with his other hand uh that is a 22 as well mm-hmm. and that is four points of piercing damage Fantastic. uh then he is going to use his bonus action who is Who's in the front of that? Yes. That is Shay. Okay. Is he 15 feet away or is he more? He's within 15-ish. Okay. Approximately. It depends on the radius for what you're going for. Circle or square or... That's fine. Uh, He's going to uh, use his bonus action to use harrying attack. He's going to move the 15 feet and make an additional attack against Shay. Ooh. 
Uh, and that is a 19. Yep. Does that have anything with affecting my reaction attack? Or, ah, uh, no, technically he could place himself here if he wants mm-hmm. to be in between. Yeah, he's going to like, he's gonna slice at you and then like dance yeah, sideways fine. and spin around. Mm-hmm. All these dancing uh, enemies. That mm-hmm. is four points of slashing damage. That is his turn. Uh, everything is used for him. Next up is Marcus. Cool. Well, I'm going to turn around. Mm-hmm. <sighs> How does he look? Uh, he looks a little rough, but he's not bloodied. But he definitely, like, his arm is charred from Mr. Pigeon's uh, horrible necrotic energy. Mm-hmm. Wounded. Wounded, Some yes. Some might say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to move. I'm going to provoke mm-hmm. from him. Sure. If you want to resolve that first. He used this reaction on his turn. Oh, he did, yes. Mr. Yeah, he used oh, this reaction yes. to it, during his turn, yep. not on the outside of his turn. Uh, I'm going to use my action. I'm going to use my channel divinity. I'm going to use conquering presence. Everything that I am... I'm choosing everything yep. within 30 feet of me. Please make wisdom saving throws. Mm-hmm. I'm not choosing my allies. I can choose to yeah, not ab- choose absolutely. Uh, the DC is 13. Okay. What resolving order would you like to do? Uh, we'll do uh, generic bro 3. Correct. He's still within 30. Uh, so you're doing generic 3, the one right in front of me? Yes. Cool. Uh, that is a 10. So he fails. Generic dude 3 is fail. Uh, 4? Yep. Uh, that is a 17. 17 pass. Uh, you want to do five? We'll do five. Nine fail. Uh, we'll go to two. Did you get all of them? Yes. Nice. Uh, that's a 16. Yes. Uh, we'll come to boss man one. That's... <sighs> Bro, dude, is pass. Boss man. Uh, boss man is an eight. Yeah, boss man fails. Uh, number one. Fail. Uh, and then six is the last guy. Uh, 19. Yes. Uh, do you have the things for the markers? Uh, they're right under, the, under the things there. So hard to read. <laughs> there we go. Uh, three, five, and one. Good. Just put it on top of them. Five and three. Who is right in front? Afraid of you, right? Cool, nice. He wears it like a sash. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to turn. I am going to stay in my spot. I cast Compelled Duel on him <laughs> with my bonus action. Please make another Wisdom saving throw. Uh, that is an eight again. Fantastic. So can he? So he has to fight you, but he can't move towards you. Welcome to my lock chain. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm going to announce to everyone: Don't touch him. He's mine. Uh, yes, it's. You are drawn to me for the duration. You have disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than me, yep. and you have to make a wisdom save each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from me. Okay. So you can't run from me, you can't come towards me, and if you attack somebody else, you have disadvantage. Okay. Uh, it ends if I attack any other creature. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Stay there, buddy. Everyone else is going to kill all your people, and then we're going to fucking fight. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is generic bro number four. Uh, he is going to move up to Marcus. Number four? Yep. Or can he... he can. He's not frightened, okay. Uh, yeah, number yeah. four is not yeah. frightened. Yeah, he's going to move up to you and he's going to cool. attack. Cool, come hit me in the front and flank me. Uh, that is a 14, which does not hit. 14 hits. I'm in oh. half AC. Cool. Because I'm not wearing my full armor. That's right. Uh, that is two points of slashing damage. Keep and compelled duel. Cool. Uh, next up is generic bro number five. Uh, five is frightened. So is... five is here. He can go towards Rin technically because that is, is not yeah. towards me. He is going to do that. Ugh. Disadvantage on your attack rolls. I am still within your line of sight. Yep. That uh, is a fifteen. No. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, next up is Twig. Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry. This is four. Before. Four, four, then five. four, then five. Yeah, I missed the order. I'm gonna move up to there. To yeah. hit number two? Yep. You're this one, right? Yep. And. Uh, if you go to this one, you can flank him because that one is Paul. Okay. That's plus two to your hit. Alright, and I'll use my rapier. That's a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, nat 20 of that. Yes, <laughs> fuck that. Let me see C-Lock everything for everyone else so they can crit, Don. Please, he crit me. Definitely Help. It's sneak attack, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a wizard. Rogues, rogues, rogues. <laughs> Cleric with casting inflict wounds. Save me. Eat the crits. <laughs> I don't like doing it by hand. I'm terrible at math. So mm -hmm. we love when we know calculator at level three. Plus mm -hmm. Nice. Plus twelve. Yeah. Rose. <laughs> I love frightened log. <laughs> Plus your mod. <laughs> Time to introduce some monsters. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, trying to tax us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the goddamn tax man. Thirty-nine. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Uh, he is going to use his reaction and he's going to hit you back. But yes, you are going to do 39 to bro dude. He is bloodied. Very bloodied. Uh, he is going to attack back at you. That is a uh, 15 to hit. It will hit. Yep. Uh, for four points of slashing damage. I'm sorry, five points. Look at the wrong stat block. Okay. That's it for me. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. Anything else? Uh, you still have your bonus action. Yeah, I don't know if you have, like, a dagger you carry or anything, but you could make an attack without a mod. No, I do have a dagger. I always forget about that. Yep, so uh, I'll get, I guess I'll use my bonus action and use my dagger. Stab him. Shank him with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A 19 to hit. <laughs> that hits. And two damage. Okay. He's not yet dead, but he looks really bad. Uh, next up is Shay. Are you good or hmm? do you need me to? I wasn't sure if no, you were yeah. um, Sarah. It's the third space. time. This isn't. Oh, I guess it's going to go back. Over here. Right. Uh, it's got <laughs> we watched Rin get fucking murdered. Oh. And then all rallied around our poor wizard boy. <laughs> Young master, no! Right yeah. Now. Yeah, plus two. Um assuming it's to my hit. side. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Rally to me. Um <laughs> uh, that one's uh seventeen. Yep, that'll hit. <sighs> my hex is stuck on this guy. Right. Sorry. It'll be worth it. It's a minute, yeah? An hour. An hour? I'm gonna pin this motherfucker down then. Mm-hmm. And just pummel him in the face. You chose strength? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's getting held down. Yeah, I had a feeling he wanted Crap. to do that. Yes, 100%. <laughs> uh, Tell me again about your nine. father! <laughs> Describe how you kill uh, Bro Dude. Bro Dude? Which yeah. Bro Dude is that? Number two. Two? The one that's surrounded. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stab him in the gut. Yeah. Uh, so he is standing there with his uh, short sword and his dagger in hand, and you watch as Shay walks up and swipes at him with one of his blades, which he ducks back, and then he comes and catches him right in the gut. Center mass, and he just wide-mouthed, falls to his knees, and crumbles to the ground in front of Shay, who pulls the blade out. I'll remove him in one second. I'm just trying to... There it is. For some reason, Channel Divinity is listed for features, but also not removable as the square. Oh no! Twig! Your legs! <laughs> Everyone's now just circled around his dead body. Yeah, I mean, I rallied around the clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I saw where this fight was going. Send in. Yeah, we got a street fight over here. <laughs> you want a street fight with me? You don't even know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, that's it. Cool. Uh, generic dude number three. It's cannon now. Where's he at? Number three is right, right behind me. He is yeah. fighting. Uh, he's, he's going to stab you in the back. Yeah, that's fine. He's disadvantaged, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you do have the flanking, so you'll still get the plus two. But yes, he has disadvantage because he is frightened of me. No, he rolled a three and a four on the die. That's nice. not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's going to miss. 
distracted by all the clowns, dude. Yeah, he's, he's just, just. I gotta stab this knight, dude. But oh my god! <laughs> you just watch as he just like looks at Marcus, but you can see that his one eye is looking as Mister Pigeon just breathing, holding the sickles as his body shifts back and forth in front of his vision, and he stabs and is like not remotely close to Marcus's mask, like with his crossed eyes, it looks like it hit, and he's like, "Yeah, we did it," but he won't look. He can't look away. He's a little dizzy from. Yeah, he's he's real fucked up by the mm-hmm. the six clowns in front of awesome. him. So many strikes. Five mm-hmm. Just is there? Is five, oh, that's five, five total. total Sorry, five total clowns. <laughs> it's still bad. Uh, next up is Archer, bro. Uh, sorry, at the end of his turn, he can repeat the save against my frightened. Cool. Nope. Five. Cool. That is the first one that has gone. That is frightened because this guy had already gone. Or Correct. this guy. This is five. He's uh, going that's now. That's five. He went. He went after four. He went before Twig did. Okay. He can also repeat the save. Sorry. 16. Yeah, he'll pass. He'll be out of it. Cool. I thought five had already gone. The little guy. Uh, so next up is Archer Bro, who is going to Six. launch an arrow at the shifting Mr. Pigeon mm-hmm. with his crossbow. Uh, that's a 16. Uh, that will hit. And uh, it will hit one of the shifty images on me. Very good. So one of the shifty bits will disappear. I'm a little less shifty. Mm. Okay. You still have shifty two. bits. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so he, he pulls back his crossbow <clears throat> and fires it into the shifting mass that is Mr. Pigeon right now uh, and strikes one of them as in like a puff of like twinkly smoke. It disappears and, f- and sprinkles to the ground like fresh snow in a snow globe. And then you just see the continuous shifting of Mr. Pigeon. Uh, back to the top of the order, Rin. Yeah, I'm going to draw my blade and, like, in anger, reel back this guy right here in front of me. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt on him. Yep. That's <laughs> second level. Unlimited power. Oh, no. 14? Uh, 14 hits. Okay, he looks very bad. All right. Uh, that is... That's five? Correct. Die over here? This yep. is five, yes. Okay. One second. Mm. Oh, I forgot to put me on this list. I will bonus action. Sadly, same. <laughs> and... I cast right Shadow there. Blade. There okay. So you in my other hand, I create a shadowy blade. Okay. So what Rin does on his turn is he uh, pulls his arms behind him and pushes the blades as these like ripples of rocks run through the ground uh, and unburrow and shoot these green bolts of energy up and strike this man in the chest. And then Rin looks to one side and summons this shadowy dark energy blade in his hand. Mm-hmm. That'll conclude my turn. Cool, uh, Mister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mister. Shifty. All right. Uh, so, I guess that guy just shot me, huh? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna cartwheel toward him <laughs> with my duplicates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I have enough movement. I move 35. The duplicate can move 30 on a bonus action. Cool. And. Uh, all right, we're gonna. I'm gonna try to uh, inflict wounds on this man. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he leaves three if you did want to do something. Yeah, him yep, three. I sure do. That's disadvantage still? Yes, I'm still, he's still frightened of me. Yep. And still, it's literally right behind me. Yeah, uh, that will be a 17 to hit. That'll hit. Does it hit you or does it hit shifty bits? Shifty bits. All right. <laughs> Another shift is a, a little, sprinkling little, little of fresh... A little bit of shifty bits left. Uh-huh. Yeah, a sprinkling of fresh snow as it twinkles to the ground and Mr. Pigeon shifts a little bit less. And then uh, I got a 17 to hit him with inflict wounds. Yes, uh, that does hit. Um, as you do this, he is going to use his reaction. Uh, it'll still hit and do the damage, but he is going to tumble backwards as you are doing this and shoot a crossbow bolt at you. Sure. It'll be 16 necrotic. Okay. Uh, nope, that's a 10. Uh, that'll be 20 necrotic. Okay. Uh, so as your necrotic damage flies towards him, uh, the bolt flies off. He dies. Uh, and uh, he rolls a natural 20, and I would like to see if it hits you or your shifty bits. Sure. Uh, I think I need something real high for it to be a shifty bit. Above 8 or above 10? Above 11. Uh, that is a 17. I'll go ahead and shifty bit. <laughs> okay. So he, uh, he, as you start to cast this spell, he dashes and flips five feet backwards and rolls up. And as this crossbow bolt leaves, this necrotic energy strikes him in the face, instantly killing them as this crossbow bolt strikes with force into the last shifty bit of Mr. Pigeon. Since he killed two of my shifty bits, I want to deliver the inflict wounds with myself by grabbing his head. Sure. Yeah, you, you, I'll say that he, like, he trips as he tumbles backwards, <laughs> and you just you walk over towards him, flip your sickles, slap him at your side, and just press his eyes in. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> After cartwheeling over. It was a game at first. Uh, that was I Archie. like my shifty boy. bits. Uh, well, that was Mike's turn, technically. But yes. Yes, if number six is the one that has died, if you want to remove yeah, yeah. number six. Yep. Uh, Dandelion. I'm next. Uh, I don't like this guy who just attacked my good friend Marcus, so I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. What is this, four? This guy? Yes, yeah. that's four. Number four. It's going to be a 17 to hit. That will hit. Going to be nine points of force damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you watch as Dandelion uh, looks off of the cart and kind of like waves at the guy and then strikes a purple bolt of energy across the ground as it just rips up dirt as it flies through the air, striking into his back as he just like gets slightly pushed forward. It's my turn. All right. Uh, Elena, she is going to firebolt the same person that shot at, uh, that Dandelion shot at, uh, but that will not hit. Uh, I would like to at least yell in her area to rally to me. Sure. Just, just because I would like for her to move in my sure. direction. Absolutely. Yeah, she's going to circle around, not getting in range of the man, and rally over to Marcus. There you go. That's why she's in the middle. Near us, near friends. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Dude Bro, who cannot move and has no one to attack. 
What's uh, up? <laughs> so he is going to do the only thing that he can, and he's going to throw his uh, dagger towards Marcus. With a whole enemy in the way. And there's a guy in the way, yeah. so. Uh, that is unfortunate. 30. I don't know the throwing distance for dagger off the top of my head. Marcus is tall. Oh, I'm tall. Yeah, I think it's pretty far. Yeah. You can clip me right in the chin. Okay. But yeah, uh, if you're still frightened, you have disadvantage. It's yeah. 26. It's at the end of his turn that he remakes the save? End of the uh, end of this, uh, turn for the save for the frightened check, yes. No, that's a four and a five on the die, so that will certainly not hit. I'm just going to smile at him. Yep. I'll be right there. Uh... He is going to <laughs> use feel real bad. No, uh, well, yes. Um, <laughs> this is how you compel duel. Oh, I can't even. Fuck. He's one HP off bloodied, and he can't use the fucking thing. It's oh, so sad. It's fine. Uh, he can't move, really, because he's not gonna run. So he can go that way. He can go he that can go way. go that way. That he doesn't can come over towards these people. If you want him to go over towards these people, I am over here. Yeah, he can, can go that direction. Is there a way that he can circle, not get any closer, and still hit somebody? Can he circle? Yeah. I mean, he can come to like this general area for sure. He's gonna go stab at uh, Rin. He can catch any <laughs> of these people. <laughs> Who are you catching? He's Why? gonna stab. Uh, he's going to st- actually Shay killed his friend. He's gonna stab go Shay. Ahead, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> circle to Shay and stab Shay. With disadvantage. Uh, wow, that fucking sucks. A 20 and a natural 1. That's, uh, it feels bad, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. You almost not 20 me twice. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Damn. So he stabs towards Shay with his short sword, and Shay, with one of his blades, parries the sword into the ground. And then I'm going to smack him on the cheek and say, you really should respect the uh, <laughs> the duel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Your father uh, really didn't treat you. Teach you <laughs> what night did you learn? <laughs> Sir. Uh, she's going to end with us corralling them into a circle. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And is going to Sit consume down. his other attack uh, as you jam it into the ground, tap him lightly on the cheek. And say that as he looks up with you angrily, uh, with anger in his eyes, not with angrily. With, with anger in his eyes. He's got, he's got anger eyes. Just in case. Uh, next Angry up is Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Well, I'm gonna do the only thing I can do. I'm going to slide, not leave. Yep. Stand. Here, mm-hmm. I'm going to utilize my action to lay on hands myself for 12 to go back to full. Okay. Uh, and I will again yell to my good friends, rally to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, did you repeat the saving throw for his frightened, by the way? I did not. Uh, that is a 15. 15 passes. He's no longer frightened. Uh, and I don't believe he repeats for compelled duel. It only ends if I do things to break it. Uh, but he'll still have disadvantage because I have not yet attacked anything else. So yeah, I'll use my action to lay on hands myself. Uh, I will slide to this position uh, and yell out rally to me mm-hmm. still. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Uh, next up is generic four. 
generic four is this guy right here with me. Okay. Uh, yeah, he can't move away from you. That is a problem. Number four? Yep. We'll tell you outright, I would not end up attacking him. I do not want to break my compelled duel on number one. Fair enough. Uh, and he is not frightened. Okay. Um... Yeah, he would he would move over to be next to his captain. Sure. And he would attack Twig on the outskirts there. He is not one of the ones that's frightened, right? He is not frightened, okay. correct. Cool. Uh <coughs> Twig fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh that is six points of slashing damage as he slashes into you with uh this long curved scimitar blade striking you in the side and cutting your, your leotard a little bit. Uh next up is gonna be five, who is also going to circle around um with his captain. He's going to stand uh, on the five. Oh, five is okay. Five okay. is this guy over here. Got it. Um, he's not frightened, but he could get to here, he would leave Shay. Uh no, he... he's he's fine where he is in terms of being close enough to his captain. Uh, okay. So he's going to stab at um, at uh, Ren right in front of him. Okay. Uh, that is a 24. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, why are you rolling like a sack? I don't know. Uh, my AC is 20. Like, fuck off. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I just, I'm rolling shit against everybody but you. Oh he's out to get you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you take five points of slashing damage as he strikes Fuck that! No, I'm gonna reaction shield! Get out of here! 25! Nope! Yeah, so he swings towards you with your scimitar, and as it's about to hit you, you cross your blades, uh, this regular sword and this shadow blade, as this blue energy erupts and just pushes back his scimitar as he, like, stumbles slightly backwards over the ground. God damn it! (laughs) Uh, Twig, you're up. I'm gonna spin around with my rapier and mm-hmm. hit Number the four. guy right behind mm-hmm. me. It's a 16. That will hit. Uh, 15 damage. Uh, describe how you kill number four. Um. Yeah, I'm going to have my rapier out, spin around, and just slit the guy's throat. Sure. So you watch his twig just with uh, with the da- the blade. It's in your right hand. Yeah. I guess since you're spinning this way. Yeah. You watch as she just kind of like her hand twitches slightly, and she just swings in one quick movement and slices across the man's chest, and he just looks at you in confusion before blood just slowly drips down from his neck, and he falls to the ground at your feet. And uh, generic bro, sorry, generic dude, four is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Shay. Disengage as a bonus action. Come over here and whack a mole. That's a nineteen to hit. That will hit. Uh, Thirteen damage. Yep. You stab into him with uh, with your dagger as it just, again, center mass, just like the other guy, right in the gut. He's not dead, but he's looking bad. I'm going to grin at him. <laughs> hey. Bruh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> 
Yeah, as the dagger sinks in, you just like grin at him slightly, and he just kind of looks like, oh god, <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves into? And you just wrench the dagger back out. I'll look at Marcus and say, this one's mine. Have him. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is number three, who is going to stab you back. Enjoy your frightened. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 13. Nope. Yep, so he stabs towards you as, as, again, his blades are shaking a little bit, still a little bit tilted from the the visage of, of Mr. Pigeon, and also you stabbing him directly in the gut and smiling at him. And he stabs weakly with his scimitar, and you just parry it away with your blade effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Back up to the top of the order, Ren. Fuck this guy right in front of me. I'm going to attack him with my sword. Mm-hmm. Right hand. The shadowy one? No, that's in my offhand. Okay. Uh, so 13? 13 will hit. Okay, great. No, stop. Ah, whatever. Six plus three. So that will hit for six total, slashing. Mm-hmm. That's on number five? Yes. Yes. Yep. Describe how you kill number five. Just right across the, the neck into the chest. Sure. So you you swing with your blade and you stab right into his neck and just jerk downwards across his torso as his flesh just tears and the clothing rips as he just crumples to the ground and you just pull your blade out and he falls face first at your feet. So how does Compel Duel work? Uh, if you make an attack against him, it will break Compel Duel. He has disadvantage if he attacks anybody other than me, and if he attempts to move more than 30 feet away from me, he has to make a wisdom save to even be able to move. If he fails the wisdom save, he cannot go more than 30 feet away from me. Okay. But yes, if anybody else attacks him, and if I attack anybody other than him. Uh, Alright, I'll just kind of turn toward him. Mm-hmm. Is he still frightened? Him? Yeah. No. Oh, no, he's not he anymore. Passed on his repeat. Yep. But again, so he, you said he has disadvantage against other people? He has disadvantage on his attack rolls against anybody else, yes. Because he is still compe- still <laughs> compelled to duel me, and he's not coming to me. <laughs> yep. Uh, next up is Dandelion. Oh, is me already? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Mr. Pigeon. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, yeah, I guess, well, the only guy left is that guy. Let's get me in there. <laughs> car wheel back over yep, to him. car wheel back over. <laughs> Alright, uh, so I want to just attack with my sickles. Sure. Uh, sorry. That's going to be a 23 to hit, and I'm going to do the offhand too. Just do it now. And a 15 to hit. Yeah, he will die. He has two health left. Right. So I want to put the hook the sickles like scissors and just kick. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you cartwheel over to him, land right next to him. Sickles around the neck and kick him to the side, and you watch as this man is just deheaded, uh, beheaded as the sickle slice through his neck, and his body crumples to the ground, and his his head just kind of bounces across the ground as Mr. Pigeon just has his crossed sickles like scissors over where this man's torso used to be. I want to finish my movement to kick his head like a football and hold the sickles up. <laughs> <laughs> Just I like, just yes. punt it. Yes. Uh, make a, uh, just roll it. Roll it. Roll a, roll a mm-hmm. d20. <laughs> Natural twenty. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you just you kick his head like a pro soccer player, and it just goes oh fucking sailing into the woods. Team like rocket blasting off again. <laughs> his head is is just gone. It will never be found. It is deep into the woods on the side of the road. Someone's gonna find it one day. 
just yeah, someone's going to find a, a headless, <laughs> just just a skull in the in the woods with nothing else. Uh, yeah, uh, take mine. It's just the one guy left. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, my movement's only five, isn't it? I want to move towards Marcus. <laughs> Marcus! <laughs> we'll you say do. you get to there as you leap, leap, leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dandelion runs and just like happily leaps off at the top of the cart, jumping down onto the spot, patting the dog, jumping to the <laughs> ground, Good and boy. continuing onto the ground mm-hmm. where she heads towards her friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elena is not going to do anything. She's going to respect the fact that you said not to attack. She looks look towards you. You got this. I won't intervene. Yes, something along those lines for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, his turn. Mm-hmm. He is going to. Well, it's you. You're right there. So he is going to attack you. He has disadvantage. He can't. Uh, mm-hmm. He can't. Or no, he can move now. He can move. He's not frightened. Uh, he is going to. Does he see his out? <laughs> make me shield again. Do it. He's going to back away and circle around towards Marcus. He'll provoke attacks from Twig and Wren. He would, yes. Yep. Yeah, he's not going to cross into other mm-hmm. people's spaces, and he's going to move and move into Marcus's space and attack. I'm going to wink as he goes away. Sure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make your opportunity attacks. Mm-hmm. You get one. If you, or did one you shield? shield? Oh, no. you shielded. That's right. No, I did not shield. I shielded the last the turn. Oh yeah. What's so a, wouldn't damage mess with the door. He's going to not have disadvantage on attacking me anyway, so oh, you guys okay. can absolutely attack him. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Because uh, if he's going to run over to me, I don't yeah. fucking care. Yeah, I'll use my offhand. Sure. I mean, he ran at me at the onset of the fight anyway. 19. I would have absolutely no that he will run at me. 13? 15. 15 will not hit. Uh, so yours will hit. It'll take six psychic damage. Okay. Uh, as he runs, and you're, you're hitting him with a melee attack? With your offhand, uh, he is going to swing back with his short sword and strike at you as he runs using his reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 20. That is my AC. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> You've rolled 20 and higher I, yeah. every time. I, roll, I rolled 15 on the die as a plus 5. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, that's capped. You take 9. I'm down. <laughs> you got it. Because I used my reaction. <laughs> You fucking, you fucking <laughs> I saved my offhand attack because of the duel, and yeah. then you can use your reaction if you want. Reaction if you want. I'm just gonna attack you as a fucking tail. You said you said six points. Hmm? Six points. Yeah, it's psychic. Yeah, six. Yeah. Six points of psychic. All right. Uh, yeah, so he strikes back at you as you hit him with this shadow blade, striking you across the chest and catching you off guard, mm-hmm. and you watch as Wren falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to look deep into your eyes, Marcus, and he is going to swing at you with his short sword. This is from my father. Uh, 22. Yeah. Uh, for eight points of slashing damage as he strikes you across the chest. Uh, 17, same thing. Mm -hmm for four points of slashing mm-hmm. and then stab in with the dagger in his offhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will miss. As you just knock it away with your with your maul. I don't have my maul out, though. Oh. 
I've literally just been standing. <laughs> oh, you just you literally just parry his his blade away with your hand. <laughs> no. I have the silver gauntlet, so if you want me to catch the fucking dagger, I would love to be able to do that. Absolutely, sure. He 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 slices across your chest twice and then comes into the side again, the same as you had seen him do towards mm-hmm. Rin, and you just reach out with your gauntlet and just grab the blade mm-hmm. and just push against the force of his hand as you just hold his blade in midair. Cool. Uh, next up, Marcus. Uh, hold and lean in close, and I'm going to wrap my arm around him mm-hmm. and attempt to pseudo-embrace him. I'm going to whisper in his ear and cast command. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, forgive. <laughs> you so, can make a wisdom safe. Uh, that is an eight. He fails. He has to use his action to forgive himself. That's my turn. Okay. Uh, next up is Twig. I mean, are we doing anything like that? You can beat the shit out of him if you want. You can absolutely come beat the shit out of him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'll come up behind him. Yep. Uh, we got three sides. That's five. Nope. Not gonna hit. That's a two. Oh, yep. yep. Nope, that will not hit. Uh, Shay. Offhand? Oh, yeah. Do you have your offhand? So five. <laughs> five will not hit. Uh, we have three quarters flanking. It's plus five. I don't know what her other bonuses are. Ten plus what's your... Um, Sixteen. Yep, that'll hit. There you go. I didn't realize it was plus five. Yeah, we've got three so out of the four dagger. applicable sides. No, it would be it would your... All, yeah, it would still be the dagger, so it's just a d4 now right. on. Uh, but you can sneak, sneak attack. Sneak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. Almost all capped. <laughs> <laughs> what a sad Yeah, even without the mod. <laughs> yeah, no mod. But. Okay, yeah, so that's... 13. Mm-hmm. Run the dagger into his back. Yep, you, uh, you come up behind him and you swing with your rapier as it misses and then you sink the dagger deep into his back as he just... <coughs> Still holding him. <laughs> whispering and saying, "He is bloodied now. He was bloodied from uh, from Ren's attack." Very good. Uh, I forgot to mention that. It's all good. Uh, next up, Shay. You look like you've got this. I'm gonna pat Marcus on the back and use my bonus action to help him. Sure. Yeah, and I'm gonna walk over here and I'm going to use my action to try to tend to this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. And by tend to this man, I mean. <laughs> um, he bled out. <laughs> Look at all these stab wounds. Oh my god. They really got him. Who would do such a thing to a young master? I'm going to use my action or whatever uh, mm-hmm. if I can make sure. some sort of. Like a medicine check? Medicine yep. check or yeah, absolutely. Stabilize him. Yep, go ahead and make a medicine check to stabilize the young master. It's uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Yay. He is stabilized. Mm-hmm. No death saves. Great. <laughs> I, didn't know was a, I didn't know there was a thing that popped up when you put in zero, by the way. Yeah. Have you never? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting closer. <laughs> Have you never? No deaths, Paul. 
I mean, not, <laughs> not since frequently. we've been using being D and D Beyond, really. I don't yeah, think, maybe like once or maybe twice. Maybe Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he does. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it is. I've seen it a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, you have. So buddy. many times. Uh-huh. I want uh, it to feel like home. <laughs> I, just, I, I just need to go there. I just want you to see the skulls at all times. It's just the picture of uh, a fucking Wolverine sitting with the picture, and it's just mm-hmm. me looking at the at the the death saving throw screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rin, your turn. I'm stable at zero. You're stable yeah, at zero. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Pigeon. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm gonna uh, walk up to this guy and I'll, I'll look at uh, look at Marcus, and uh, I'll just gesture at him with a, with a sickle. Yeah, I'll shake my head. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'll make uh, two sickle attacks. <laughs> Let him learn what it is like to lead men. Uh, so it's a dirty twenty mm-hmm. or nineteen and uh, twenty five. Both will hit. Oh. <laughs> First one for four, mm-hmm. and the second one for six with no mod, so ten total. Okay. Uh, then that's me. All right. Get him with the two sickles. Uh, yeah, you slice across this side with your two sickles in one smooth motion as he just continues to like be in shock from the dagger in his back and the slicing sickles at his side. Uh, next up, Dandelion. So much has changed since I made this decision. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna move the rest of my... Do you want to come up to here? Um, yes. I'm gonna do that... (laughs) Yes, <laughs> okay. so going on. And I'm gonna use my Fey presence. Mm-hmm. Um, scare him. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna scare him. Move him. <laughs> Please make a wisdom saving throw. I am very intimidating. Uh, Fifteen. Damn it! <laughs> it does not work. Sorry. I am apparently not very scared. Stop <laughs> 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 Really? I'm surprised. Hey, I don't know. You understand. big meanie. Yeah, Daniel <laughs> just kind of like friend. just kind of creeps <laughs> over. Do you say something as you creep over to this man and yell at his I back? I would just like puff my chest out. <laughs> and with the dragon on my head mm-hmm. also probably doing yeah, doing the same. He's facing the other direction with a dagger in his back and does not remotely see the tiny dandelion just puffed up in his head, like behind him. Maybe like opening my mouth and like showing off my like slightly pointy, mm-hmm. slightly pointy teeth. Yeah, you just, you bare your fangs at him and he <laughs> he's just been stabbed and sliced. Uh, next up is Elena, who again is just going to she's just going to turn and just look at him and just not do anything. Yeah, good. That's uh, his turn. Yep, it is his and turn. You get to interpret what forgive means. Um. Consumes his whole action, though. Yep. And then he has to end his turn. But yeah. thematically, you can choose what forgive means for this man. He has to end his turn after that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, command. yeah, command's good. Yeah. Takes the uh, whole action. Yeah. Around. So as Twig pulls the dagger out of his back and Mr. Pigeon 
returns the dickles. The dickles? Did you just say the dickles? Nobody said the dickles. The dickles. Dickles? I named the honorable hero Dickles. You whispered in a You got him a month later. I now duel dickles. Really thought you said, damn it. No. Yeah, I was going to say it's actually bad. That's a bad image. Spiritual. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, as the sickles return to Mr. Pigeon's side. Mm. Uh, it's tongue twisting. It is. <laughs> Hence why I said dickles. Um, he is going to just look at Marcus and kind of weakly smile at you as a single tear runs down his eye, uh, runs down his face, and he just stabs both of his blades into the ground and just kneels in front of you. Good. That's his turn. I'm going to pull out my manacles. Yep. I'm going to bind this man's hands. Mm -hmm. And with my free item interactions, I will step onto his weapons. (laughs) I think that's a choice that you should have made a very long time ago, sir. I'm going to hoist him up by his collar in front of me. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, friends. I think that this will be very helpful to us as we approach Southport. <laughs> Having I'm gonna pat him on the head. A new friend of sorts. Hmm. Uh, I think maybe we should make sure that this tax money gets to the correct location. Yes, it should. Oh, yes, it should. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make sure that, you know, obviously the weapons that he has visible, <laughs> that he has nothing else on him. Yeah, and so I'm you, going you... to lead him away from his weapons mm-hmm. back towards our carriage. Yeah, so you you pull a few daggers off of him and you search through his pockets, mm-hmm. uh, and in his pockets you find a singular um, black st- black and gray stone with white bands of carved lines wrapping around it, uh, thicker at the bottom and thinner at the top that have been like chiseled in mm-hmm. and carved into the rough silhouette of a face. Cool. Take that and hold it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this tonight. I believe that you can be a better man than the man you have been so far. And I would like to ensure that that happens. But I will need you to tell me what drove you to this path so that I may unsow those seeds. All right. My name is Marcus Shaw the Fourth. What is your name, friend? My name is Murdoch Palmer the Third. Good to meet you, soldier. I'm gonna lead him over to my caravan. Mm-hmm. I have a seat with this boy. Mm-hmm. We are going to pick up there next week. And I'll make sure that you guys adequately search the stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do want to become famous, Don. I really do. <laughs> wow, two of them? Two oh my god. We're so lucky. Holy shit. 
Holy shit. shit. <laughs> Double famous. I'm sorry, we're wanna become no. famous? <laughs> yeah, I do. I really now, do. If you're double famous, is that a is that like a double negative and they just cancel it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Fuck, we're not yeah. gonna be famous. See, if it was three, we'd have been fine, but double they cancel out. Now we're not famous again. I think you mean famous. We're not famous. Sounds really unfortunate. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday for the Veiled Forests of Orvigo, and then we'll be live again on Tuesday for the City of Oshwamp, and next Friday for uh, for the Lost Kings of Adorus. If you're new here, make sure you follow us so you can find us again, uh, or you can go to our website, notgreatrpg.com. We've got links to our podcasts, our YouTube channel. We have links to a bunch of different coupons for uh, tabletop companies. Um, you can join our Discord. We have a big Discord community where we talk about a whole bunch of fun stuff. Food, books, all that kind of stuff. D&D, games. Whatever you want. Really, whatever you want. Pets, we love animals. Animals mm -hmm. are great. Uh, yeah, thank you guys very much for watching. I hope you had fun, and uh, we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Goodbye.